Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Half Gen Podcast. The, co- the podcast, if I could talk today, bringing you the hard-hitting news, such as Sora is trending right now on Twitter. Sora for Smash. Nat, how do you feel about that? I don't care. All right. Hot takes from Nat. Always the hottest takes. Nat is here! Hello. I'm yeah. That's hello. a big back. deal. Nat's hello. here. He's hello. back. And so am I. Welcome back, dude. And Tony I mean, is I'm, back. I'm yeah. where I tend to be at, just not just not podcasting. It's where you tend to be, but at the right time. <laughs> it's, the, it's the podcast place. We got that right for weeks, but it's the podcast time that we've yeah. finally been able to coordinate. Yes, uh, Ross no. could not join us this evening. I'll give you one guess. If you guess technical difficulties, you're right. And I have no prize for you because there are no winners say, when Ross be, isn't here. To be fair... Not on Ross's behalf, you know. The Northeast has been having some weather issues. I lost power last night, mid-raid. Yeah. We were running a raid in Destiny, lost power. Damn. Yeah. yeah my whole yard got thrashed. Luckily, the most important stuff, my internet, was not armed. Yeah, no, so. I lost it. everything. It was just pitch black. I was gonna. I was talking to Tony in Discord at the time. I texted him because like, he was in the Discord still with the raid team. And like... He was like, "Oh, everything went out." And I wanted to send, I wanted to send you a picture, and then I didn't because, like, it, it was literally be, it all would black. It would probably just be pitch black. So it I was, it was it. just pitch black. Like I thought maybe like the ambient moonlight might get something. You could probably no. like get a flash picture or something. Pitch black. That. No, but then that's not the same thing because yeah. then it's just like, well, that looks fine to me. <laughs> <laughs> looks bright to me. I don't know what you're talking about. Looks I don't like know, man. Thorn. You look like you got plenty of light. He's <laughs> just like, why'd you turn everything <laughs> off but the light? Yo, yeah, it's weird. That, how did you keep the lights on, though? Like, Your yeah, lights gonna... on, like, at a different s- system uh, or something? Like, huh? Yeah, it's on a different What phone do you grid? have, Chris? I was going to say, if you have that, if you have the Pixel, that weird, like, night vision photo you thing. You know, funny story. So I still have my Note 8. I've had it for a little mm-hmm. over two years. And I was literally, like, they announced the Pixel. I mm-hmm. looked at it. I was like, yo, I might get the Pixel. I mm-hmm. went today to Best Buy. This podcast mm-hmm. is not sponsored by Best Buy. Uh, uh-huh. But I went today to Best Buy, and Best Buy. I looked at the Pixel, and I was like... Touched it. This is okay. And I mm-hmm. was like, nah. And then I looked at the Galaxy Note 10 Plus and was like, this is so much screen. Yeah, the Note and 10 so is some, pretty hefty. For I'm sure. going to pay off my Note tomorrow morning and then go up. The Note 10 the 5G Note 10. is actually a little bit bigger than that. I'm just going to go get the Note 10 Plus. That's fine. I was going to say, a lot of people are mad about the Pixel not getting an ultra-wide lens and yeah, getting a, a telephoto. Yeah, really upset. Yeah, they Like, to, I know. played around with it because I know people like the camera. I mean, like, I, I didn't think the camera they was, had like, to drop that it crazy. For that, uh, if, I, if I switched from, from iOS, I would get a Pixel. But here's Probably. the thing that annoys me about Pixel. You ready? Mm-hmm. Why is the black not a matte finish like the other fucking two colors? Yeah, it'd be nice. Yo, Why is the really? black gloss and the fucking racer orange and the fucking white I really matte? wanted the orange. That was honestly the reason. Because I was trying to hold out, but my battery has been like really... Mm-hmm. My battery suspect. has been really suspect. Yeah, the last couple like months. Mm. So I'm like, I think I should upgrade. And, like, my phone was going to be paid off in February, so I'm going to pay it off just a little early so I can upgrade now. But um, I was like, man, I feel like I really just need to get rid of this phone and get a better phone. Mm-hmm. And the Pixel, like, I'm going to check it out again tomorrow just to be sure that, like, 
I don't want it. I would say for sure get the bigger one instead of the smaller one in the pixel. Well, yeah, I was looking at the XL. Even but like, I don't know, I man. I probably like, would get the small one. I like, man. I as crazy as it sounds, that bezel at the top is kind of like I love the tech that's in there because it's got the crazy radar chip yeah. now. So like, when you put your hand, yeah, near I was the gonna phone, say the bezel the is because goes of into, like unlock mode. Yeah, yeah it the has bezel hand is because of, on the top of the phone. Can, yeah, the bezel because all those fucking they put like three new sensors in the top of the phone, which is crazy. Yeah. It's for those hand gestures, which is. Honestly, probably going to be good because waving your hand to like, answer a call or something like actually just I'm gonna say even crazier. Nice. The crate, the thing that I'm most impressed is, you know, it has that alarm setting. So if your alarm is going off, you could put your hand yes. in front of the phone and it'll turn off. Like it's no, quieter it, it as close as it, yeah. yeah, as closer as you get to it, which is like yeah, that's pretty. I don't nice. know. I'm gonna play. Shit. I'm gonna play with it again tomorrow, and like I'm gonna see. But like it's so hard, phones, man. If you just place your hand on the screen, it stops the, the alarm. Yeah, it's so yeah. hard though to like look at the the Note 10 Plus and be like, why would why wouldn't I get you? You know, here's my thing. It's a pretty Huge. large phone. Here's here's it's my dilemma with phones: is I always buy the phone with the nicest camera. You know what I mean when I'm buying mm-hmm. a phone. See, but then I never I never I take photos, and I'm like, why am I buying the phone with the nicest camera? Yeah, then I don't why? take photos. And that's the other thing is like I don't want to just buy a Pixel because like, I, oh it's got it's got a radar chip like but I don't want to buy do it take just photos, because it has radar. If my photos don't look absolutely the best, that's the most noticeable thing for me. It's like if we all take photos and my photos look ass, I'm like damn. Yeah, no, I get you. Like I, I think the I think the my Note X has a good enough camera me, that like yeah. I'm not I'm not going to like miss the Pixel camera mm-hmm. and like I just don't know if I can justify being like oh. Well, so I opened my phone and oh, it fine. just started. It just started. <laughs> House of Highlights just wanted to show me Tyler Hero's highlights from this night. Yeah, I don't know. And I'm gonna look like, at the wow. Pixel again tomorrow. I want to be a hundred percent sure because, like, I don't want to regret the phone I pick. Mm-hmm. But like the thing they're doing right now, the thing that kind of pushed me over the edge is right now. I looked on my plan. It's thirty two dollars a month for the Pixel mm-hmm. XL. What carrier do you have? AT and T. It would be thirty dollars a month. For the Note 10 Plus, because they're doing two hundred dollars off. Mm. So normally it's thirty seven. I'd be getting it for thirty. Mm. So you I'd be saving money. Fold? I yo, I mean <laughs> yo, that's sixty six dollars a month. I don't think you actually for the Galaxy that Fold anyway. I kind of do. I kind of do, you, but you like actually no. don't. Like, no, I'm, like I'm in theory, like, it's cool, but you actually don't want I'm that. I'm waiting for, like, the third generation of it. This is probably the end of the road for that phone, to be honest. I don't think so. I think dual-screen phones are definitely a future. Uh, I mean, remember when everybody thought it was crazy to have a pen in your phone? Who's going to use a pen with their phone? And then the Note is, like, it, it's a whole other, like, product, like, hyped-up product launch now. Everybody loves the Note. Because it's got a huge-ass freaking screen. Yeah. No, I was going to say, I don't really think features. the pen is the selling point of that, but you know. It's yeah, nice, it's nice Of the Note? It's absolutely yeah. the selling point. I mean, point. there's really no reason to get a Note if... You, I think... They yeah, wouldn't 10, make a Note if it didn't have the pen. The 10 Plus is probably about as big as the Note 10 Plus. I think it's a little just, bit... Yeah, just a smidge smaller. smaller. And it's literally just probably just for the pen. That's I mean, it has to be smaller. So how would they, how would they fit the pen if it didn't have the extra space? Yeah, it's literally it's just for the pen. So other than that, like, there's if you not, don't plan to use the pen, 
There's really no point in getting the note. So like I'm totally, and then they're going to give me $150 for my phone. So I think I'm going to buy me a pair of Galaxy Buds. You should. I love mines. I've been using it ever since I got it. Because now I'm not going to have a headphone jack. Did like, you see if they have like a promotion? I'm at the point in... Which promotion? Um, go to like the Samsung app. See that because the promotion oh, you mean for like my the phone. Oh, the Samsung was, Pay thing? Yeah, or no, not the Samsung Pay. They have like some promotions for their phones. So mine, I got, I got the earbuds for free to get my to pre-order my phone. So I wonder if they have like a deal for you or something. No, they have like rebates going on now because my friend Tuck was talking about it because yeah. he didn't pre-order his. That's how I have my earbuds. I got free. Luckily, I bought it in time to get the free. Otherwise, I would have just gotten $130 gift card. Yeah. Um, yeah, they have a thing going on where I think, I don't know if it's free, but like you either get, get like a big discount on like the watch or the earbuds with your phone. Oh, guys, don't worry. There's the new Fortnite Glow outfit. Exclusive oh, boy. Samsung. I was going to say. Um, oh, God, is that going to be preloaded on my new phone? Maybe, yeah. Oh, boy. It probably is. They're getting like. That and the new tool app. I mean, that sounds like it could be kind of cool. I've never listened to Tool. I guess I could try. <laughs> um, what I was going to say is I really want to try the Pixel Buds out. They sound cool. So here's the thing. They look the coolest. And that's a big thing with dealing with headphones for me is I don't want a fucking ugly ass headphones. I feel ya. The, Yo, well, the, while we do this podcast, nice. I have to spend a bunch of my Samsung pay points, and because there's nothing good to spend them on, I'm just going to spin this wheel the whole time. Oh my god, I just won. What'd you win? This is literally the first time I... What? what? I'm a winner. A confirmation email has been sent... What? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> what did I win? <laughs> Wait, it didn't even I don't understand. I don't know what I won. <laughs> now you have to find out. Hold on. Stand by. A confirmation email has been sent. It was my first spin. And then just fucking won. They knew you were podcasting. They wanted to get the hype up. This is the paid advertisement. Oh, I'm shit. I'm going to pay you in the rewards. It's what you get for picking... Uh, no, it was for 10 million points. what you get for picking the Note 10 over 10 the Galaxy. Points. I don't know. The, uh, Google Pixel 4. Oh, great. All right, you guys ready? We're happy to let you know you're a winner in the Samsung Rewards Points giveaway. You've won 10 Samsung Rewards Points. Is this one of those things where you can't lose every time you roll, you win? Uh, no. <clears throat> I won one one point. Or 10 points, I mean. How long oh, are you boy. taking to uh, pay off your phone? To uh, 10 I, plus? I, I do 30 months. You're paying... Thirty dollars a month for twenty nine ninety nine a month. Huh. Why? What provider do you have? AT and T. That's weird. Why is that weird? Depending on the Samsung app, I'm getting twenty dollars a month for thirty months at zero percent APR. Oh, with Elbow Trading. Yeah, right. Yep. Congratulations, you played yourself. I should need more. <laughs> yeah, I did. Wonder what eligible eligible trade-ins are. Probably a phone from last year. Tell me. <laughs> I mean, usually they get good gold. I think probably. they do up well, to yeah. like three years, but once you get in the three-year range, you want to get well, yeah, like the one from last 50. year gives you the most. But 
I mean, your note eight would probably still get a good trading offer, but unfortunately, I can't see. Yeah, I can't use my credit right now, though. Yeah. Watch your credit engine. Oh boy, it's very hard to get my credit Best up. Buy. Let's go. I'm about to earn a 1% cash back reward at Best Buy. Yeah. Spider's out here in chat, and he's saying he's going to run more Iron Banner. It's, you got to live like Iron Lords, dude. Yeah, like I have... No, Iron, Iron Banners. I have an Amazon store card, the credit builder, but like, yo, they don't, I don't oh, spend enough to build my credit that high. Yo, you don't need to spend... An, you need to spend just enough, and then just pay that shit off. Like, what is just enough, though? I don't know. Just like, buy something on Amazon every month. I have I have my subscription to you on that card, so I get I have to pay at least $5 a month for it. Good. Good. But then make I don't know tier what three. Else Make it a tier three. Just make it a tier three. <laughs> Shit, you're right. <laughs> I'm helping you build credit. Make it a tier three <laughs> upgrade right now. All right, then. I'll do it later. Oh, my God. I can't. I, I was waiting for you to be like, no, fuck that. But then you were just like, oh shit, he's right. Five dollars <laughs> a month. Yeah, that'll probably bring my. Cre- Listen, I need good credit, all right? Yo, I'm gonna help people build their credit with tier three subs. <laughs> <laughs> my God, Amazon has thought of everything. This is why they made it. Oh, holy shit! <laughs> Yo, Amazon is scary. Yo, um, Amazon's got that big brain, man. Oh my God. Yo, but I'm totally. Have you got? Yo, hold on. I want to pull up the the note I'm gonna get. Uh, I want to show you. I'm getting the blue one, right yeah, here. I don't, I don't even know what the yo. Code the blue one's real a, nice, actually. Yo, this thing is attractive. Hold on. It's like a it's uh, like a deep blue. Oh shit! Yeah. I just realized we're still. Hold on. I'm gonna move us to the podcast Discord real quick. Oh shit! I forgot. Over. We didn't make a we didn't make a call this time, so like I just realized like oh my god anyone can join us right now, and I'm like but at least That's it wouldn't terrifying. pick up on the recording. We just ignore him. Yeah, yeah say, we just gotta ignore. <laughs> still, but I don't want to be rude, you know. If I don't have to be. Yeah, I know the, the one you're talking about. I've been working with the Note 10 for a while. Yo, look at company. that and tell me that phone is not. Beautiful. Yeah, the deep blue is like real nice. Look at that; it's gorgeous. It's like a rich blue. I mean. That's a real nice blue. I hate blue cars. I hate... I don't want to say it. <laughs> I hate blue, but... Like, Yo. unless it's like... Unless it's like... GTR blue. It's like R34 it, blue. The, one I, the thing I don't no, like... I'm looking at it. Has, it. I'm saying, I think it Yo, has a yellow pen, which I don't really like. My dream car is definitely like that dark blue Mustang with the white racing stripes yeah, down the middle. That is that. like my Wait, dream. Let me tell you, King, you, could, you could dream bigger than that. You could dream bigger than that. No, the must. I want the Mustang. I want it. I want it to... Ultimately, if I could get it, I want At it least to be do the an Shelby. S550 Mustang. No, I want the, I want the Shelby. That's, that's I want S550. 700 horsepower of Mustang. And I just want to like roll up and like the ground shakes and it's just like, you know, you can get seven miles to the gallon. <laughs> It'd be worth it. Nah. Nah. Just roll up. It's seven miles of pure horsepower. Yo, I get seven miles to the gallon, but it'll have air conditioned seats. <laughs> That's pretty standard. You can, you can get Nowadays. more for less. <laughs> oh, God. Man, so yeah, I'm excited to get my phone tomorrow. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it's 
You should you should put a you should put a D brand skin on there or something. D brand. Hold on, hold on. They're gonna send you a nasty message. They have D brand skins for Galaxy Buds. What? Wait, what? They have D brand skins for like everything. Yeah, they have D brand skins for the Galaxy Buds. Hold up, I need to get these. Hold on. What does the skin do again? Huh? D brand skins? Just it's just a skin. Yeah, it's it's not like a case or anything. No, no. Does it they protect have, my phone? They have cases. I don't. Well, I bought a case already. In theory, from scratches, yes. They were working on cases, but I don't know if they have some for yours. Yeah, I bought it. Oh, yeah, they do have cases. Uh, I bought a case already. Yeah, they it's don't have tomorrow. any for the Note They have it for the Note 9. So, yeah, they have cases, which you can put their skins on. So, that's what those cases But they don't are. have the Note 10 Plus. So they don't, yeah, they don't have that yet. They probably How do you not it. have the Note 10 Plus? I don't know. Weird. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why they don't have it. I don't know. Yeah, I bought um, I, I bought a case on Amazon. It was like ten bucks, but it's it's Spigen. Yeah, that's a, that's I where I buy right all now. my cases for my phone. I actually Amazon. have to. That reminds me, I have to go on and I need to get a kickstand for my phone. Yeah, I get those. I get. Yeah, I always get the cases with the kickstand. The one I have right now. Well, I didn't find one with the kickstand, but I found the brand I like. Holy shit! The kickstand is the same as it's all. It's the same price as the case I bought. <laughs> Wait, return, return the one you bought. Just say you bought it by accident. No, but it's just the kickstand. No, it's gonna be here tomorrow. Mm. But it's just the kickstand. That's what's crazy. Just like, like an adhesive like people have like those like those phone rings and I'm like I don't want to do that. Well, yeah, it's basically like for anybody on the street, like the just back gotten, of my wait, phone, there's get a kickstand right here, and it's built into my case. Yeah, why don't you get that same one for your phone? They don't have it for the Note 10. Yeah, they do. For the Note 10 Plus. So I got this. So they sell just this kickstand by itself. Yeah, I'm. I'm wait, is but it's ten dollars. God, does this show is, my address? Is this not on? it? Does this show my address? For the Note 10? Let me see. Oh, shit. You better refund that bom, now. Bom, bom. Try to get this. Th- you can get free delivery tomorrow if you order within two hours. Maybe less for you because you're in Eastern time. Should I get the clear one? Yeah, if I mean, if you like the color, you should probably get a clear one. I'm actually I thinking about a picture of the back. I think of my I might phone. actually replace mine because I want. I like. I want to see the blue I don't color. Know how I would send it to you guys? I guess I should get that. I, I don't know, man. Like the only problem is, is the last time I got this case, like it gets really dirty on the back, like on the inside, because it's not a tight fit around the edges. Yeah, that's what. That's the problem I have with most cases. It just gets dust inside of it. I think I might just keep the case I have because, like, this case, the problem, like, dude, hold on. I'm going to show you. If you have the stream up, just a reminder, we stream this podcast Thursdays on twitch.tv slash TV. You see this? This is the problem I have with that case. Oh. See, that's not, I don't think that's an actual thing that's supposed to happen. Yeah, see that? Is that just, like, the rubber grip that goes around the case? That's the stuff that actually attaches the case to the phone. Because that's the plastic backing. So you see that? That's that's why I kind of don't want to buy that again. Granted, this is, you know, two years deep. Well, less than two years deep. Probably like 18 months I've had this case. Do you plan on upgrading your next phone in 18 months? Hopefully not. 
that don't get that case. If <laughs> you know the lifespan of it. Yeah. So I think it I'm just gonna like, get. No, it I looks got like the... this case doesn't have that rubber part of it. It does. It's just clear on that one. Oh, I'm looking at the bottom. It looks like it's actually just built with the case. I think I would just get the adhesive kickstand, either. honestly. I'll show you the case I did buy. Man, how did I not see the kickstand one? Um, yeah, guys. Is this the one I bought? No. We're having tech time during the podcast. We should jump into some of the games, though. Yo, this is no, this is natural. You know, we're we're living life right now, man. Um, we are, but your boy has to go to bed soon. Okay. I can't find the case I bought. <sighs> Hold on. Yeah, I don't think this. The, I don't think the edges this around one. this one is rubber, so it probably will be sliding. I bought this one. It's on the stream. I bought this one. It's the same brand. I like the durability of the case itself, but like, I think this is just going to be a little sturdier. Yeah, the one I posted gave to you. I don't think it has a. No, it's not a rubber thing around the edge. Still, I don't trust it. I might just buy the kickstand and be like, whatever. Um, That's fine. I could get it in metal or black or rose gold, which Same is definitely just pink. I had to pick a clear one for mine, so I might actually get one for S10 to my replace my leather surface is not compatible. Actually, you know what? Because I think I could pop the kickstand out of this one. I wonder if I could just adhere. This oh my god! Some five minute epoxy. Yo, I could or... just adhere this kickstand to my new phone. Oh my god! Or some double sided three M tape. Wait, what? It pops out. Oh, that's it right there. Oh, huh? So like, I just need yeah, like you a just really get, like thin, some like... double sided tape and just slap it on. Yeah, just some like real thin shit, and then I can just attach. Oh my god! I just saved money. Yeah. Let's go, boys. How expensive is the double-sided... Now, what if the double-sided tape is $10? Oh, my double, God. I'm not going to get, like, a thick piece of double-sided no, tape. A, a I got to figure out the best it way to figure show, it. Imagine you trying to save I know. money. I, I know, and then you spend like more of it. Do I have super glue or something? Because I could just super glue it. Yeah, but then you will never dedicate it. You should yeah, never be able to take it off again. It's a $10 case. What am I going to do? I'll just buy another case. Yeah, but what if you get a new phone and you need that kickstand again? You can buy another kickstand and a case? He's, he's already it, leveled up off. his money in. I'll melt it off. <laughs> All right, sure. Uh, you don't want a two-year-old. You don't want a, a three-year-old kickstand. Yeah, no, that's too much. This thing has lived some life. Uh, yo, but I, just, I mean, okay. kickstand. I mean, what else is going to do? Yeah, you'd be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> what, um, what are you doing with your kickstand, man? Don't worry about it, man. It's my kickstand life. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, the thing I like about my kickstand is like it's built into the case, so it, and it's really like tough. So it has like three multiple I mean, like stand modes. See, so I just wanted. I'm not going to hold case. you guys. What do you guys use your kickstand for? I mean, obviously for standing up to your watch phone, video. When do you watch videos? I watch it every day at lunch. No, yeah, I watch, when I'm at work, I I, when, when I'm eating lunch, I practically work. use it. Is what I was asking, but that's the answer to the question. Yeah. yeah. Usually I watch work. YouTube videos every day at work. 
Or like, you know, if I'm, if I'm like doing something like before work, I'll pop the kickstand out. Cause like, I don't want to turn on my PlayStation and shit and start watching YouTube. I'm getting ready to leave for work. So like, I'll put on a video while I'm getting ready and I'll just kind of kickstand it. Yeah. I use it more than enough. And plus, listen, man, it's fun. It's like a little idle thing. It's almost like a little, like, it's like a fidget thing. You know, you pop it out and the next thing you know, yeah, it also just, functions as a really good, you're just, you know, hand the grip kickstand, man. You're just flicking that kickstand. Yeah, if I'm, if I'm like ever have to Absolutely. hold it. Absolutely, Dragon Ball Z abridged on lunch, you know If I it. ever have to like hold it, I can just pop out the kickstand and I'm just holding it like that. Yeah, it can help with that. Yo, I'm glad I just realized I could save that money. Thank you, guys. Um, <laughs> we're, here to, we're here to save you money. Here and as well go. give you money, apparently, too. So, Financial advice podcast. Um... I guess we'll get this out of the way uh, real quick, and then I'll let Nat jump into his stuff. I'll, I'll get my stuff out of the way real quick, because I'm actually going to be fast. Um, we mentioned it before, Iron Banner is back uh, in Destiny 2. Everybody could be an Iron Lord. The quest this season for the armor was extremely easy, yeah. uh, and Iron Banner is always a good time. Everybody who has Destiny should play Iron Banner. Um Otherwise, you know, that raid is still excellent and Destiny's still chugging along. This was a this is kind of a light week in terms of new stuff because it's an Iron Banner week. So we'll we'll get yeah, more stuff we as we keep going. Yeah, won't get into much as until like the major stuff comes out, like the until the season is. keeps on progressing. This was just kind of like a, a, a break in the action. But you know what, Iron Banner always a good time. Iron Banner, everybody has a good time. Yeah, it's not um, that difficult. It's easy to get all the gear. Matt, you'll appreciate this more than uh, Tony will, but um, I finally finished all the playthroughs in Fire Emblem Three Houses. Yeah, there we go. All four. I have completed them all. Uh, I am currently working on a piece ranking the playthroughs. Yeah, it is hard. Do you want the ranking? <laughs> I didn't realize you were going to jump into that. I was already on on in question engaged to ask you what was your favorite. But you know, uh, I don't want you to spoil uh, the article. Maybe probably, the mysteries between two and three. What's your favorite? Probably though? Golden Deer. Okay. Right now, I'm leaning towards Golden Deer. Um, that's your first or second? I can favorite? say that. Uh, what that was my second. Okay. The order in which I played them was Blue Lions, Golden Deer, Black Eagles side with the Church, Black Eagles side with the Empire. I will say that Black Eagle's side with the church is the worst campaign as well. And you'll have to read my article to fill in the blanks. But for anybody thinking about playing that game, do not pick the Black Eagles and then side with the church. You're better off just playing Golden Deer because it's more or less the same playthrough, but you actually get a lord. Because if you side with the church, you don't get a lord. You just have to listen to Seth all the time. It was so boring. The playthrough was so boring. It almost made me give up. Uh, but I finished it. I, I finished might play through both of those, but I'm probably just going to save. That's what I did. I saved a chapter 10, I think, uh, before she asks you the big question, and then I, I rolled from there. It was cool. It was the the the, the, the last one, the, the side with the Empire. That was interesting. That was... That and gold, like, that's the most different of the campaigns, probably. That that and Blue Lions are probably the two most unique campaigns. Um, just because Golden Deer and the Knights of Saros one play out pretty similarly, but Golden Deer is just a much better way to play that. 
has a much better ending too, I think. But, um, yeah, so that's all I got. Uh, I was going to play next Machina, but Iron Banner. And so that derailed that. So I'll have something to talk about for that next week. 100%. We will be playing some next Machina this week. Um, Actually, quick shout-out before we get into games uh, everybody else played. I know Ross would want to talk about it if he was here. Uh, but he has been spending a lot of time playing through the Supergiant Games Library. And I would be remiss if, it, if I did not let everybody know that we are celebrating uh, the developer Supergiant Games this week. Ross has been running the site this week. He has posted the fourth of his five articles that are going up this week. Uh, he has a Did You Ever Play for Bastion? A Did You Ever Play for Transistor? A Did You Ever Play for Pyre? And an early access look at Hades. Pyre is the only one I haven't played. Yes, read his article, man. You know, Bastion's like the the, there is some played. good stuff. He is breaking it down. Like if you guys have any, even if you guys don't know who Supergiant Games are, you've probably heard of Bastion, Transistor, you know, you've probably heard of them. You've probably heard of Hades, the big early access game that was an Epic Game Store exclusive. Um, you guys should check that out. He is pouring his heart and soul into those. And, uh, you know, definitely show him some love, guys. Show him some love. Show him some appreciation. And so, show Supergiant some appreciation. And, uh, you know, let them know that half-gen, we're out here appreciating them. Uh, but uh, I, I digress. Um, Nat. Let's talk about what you've been playing. I finally started Control. Congratulations. Which is cool. I'm... And you're playing that on PS4, right? Yep. Do you have a Pro or a Base? Nope. Okay. Just a regular model. How is it running? A launch day edition PS4. Nice. I still have Great. mine too. It's running well? Yeah, no problem. All right, perfect, because I know they patched it. So that's good to hear that it's I running mean, nothing well. Nothing that, no that I notice. Like, I think there was one time it like stuff was like I like acting a little weird but like but nothing like where I was like oh this is unplayable like it just it just freaked out for a second and then clicked back in but I no, think that was news. more my fault because I think I like I threw an explosive into like some other explosives like one of those like explosive floating things oh so you just kind of chained a bunch of stuff and yeah. the game went crazy I get you mm-hmm. But aside from that, I've been playing playing some Smash. Went to like a party, played some Smash, which is really fun. We, me and like three other people there were just random in characters back to back, and that was really fun. How many and did you playing, win? I won. I won a handful of them, but like it depends on what character I got because that was really the draw. Because we was playing right. just randoms every time. So hold on, if and you're when I got Kirby, random, okay, cooked. it was over. All right, yeah, easy. It doesn't matter easy, who easy. they get at that point. It's just yeah. yo, I'm Kirby. Kirby it's over. You're not because I'm gonna. Curbs I'm curbs. gonna spike you. I'm at. I'm gonna f- just be a wild dickhead with Kirby. <laughs> a wild. Dick- yeah, you know. <laughs> wild. You know, it's like Kirby. It's like wild if you dickhead. was in the if you was in the grass and if he was in grass and Pokemon. He's like, wow, a wild dickhead has appeared. Wow. <laughs> Such a rare Pokemon. That wild dickhead. Mm-hmm. Man, we're gonna have a a hard time picking a title for this podcast. Yeah, because but, Nat just keeps uh, pulling out the winners, you know. But yeah, so that was fun. Then played some <laughs> Mario Kart as well. I've been playing the phone mm-hmm. version of that, but that's Fixing like that. that game is kind of lost its luster. The phone I version heard that of phone version is not that good. I mean, it's not 
bad gameplay wise, but it's essentially like, oh, if you like winning the race means nothing because you need to get a certain amount of points to like get the amount of stars you need to unlock the like next race or whatever. So it's kind of bullshit. Yeah. But yeah. It's just a cash grab at this point. Yeah. And essentially the way for you to get more points guaranteed is to spend money. Yep. Nope. You got to buy their pass. You got to spend $5 battle pass just to have the fastest race. But don't worry if you're on an iPhone because you could also spend $5 a month for a bunch of games. (laughs) Pardon me. Where where do you think the value is coming from in that Nintendo? Don't know. Don't know. But yeah, I also played some Mario Party, and I always have fun playing Mario Party. So it's always a party. Yeah, I wish I had more party. friends to play Mario Party with. I enjoyed Mario Party back in the days. Listen, now, man, I wish you, I had can't more. Can't you play online now with um the can new you? one on the Switch? Yeah, you I think know. you can actually. It's, yeah. You see, I really wanted to pick up the Switch Lite, but there's like been a lot of trouble hardware wise with it it's too small i i wouldn't worry too much about, see i kind of want it because i heard somebody compare it to the vita and ever since they said that it's i've smaller wanted one than the vita i've wanted one ever since it's they smaller said than it's the like vita? the vita and it's i was like <gasps> there's no way it's smaller than the vita and the control and the controllers don't remove which is yeah i know but i would keep my regular switch but mm-hmm. like my switch that's the thing is like i like i had this conversation with ross uh, i don't remember if it's on the podcast or not mm-hmm. But my Switch is almost always docked because I don't like carrying the full-size Switch. Mm. I have played it portable, and it's not yeah. like, but like, like the thing is... Pretty the much exclusively me, play my Switch portably. Yeah, see, I, I almost exclusively, like, 98% of the time, it's docked. And, like, that's how I played all of Fire Emblem. I played it all docked. I would play it before work, and, like, that's the thing is, like, it's... It's small enough that, yes, it's portable, but it's just big enough that I feel like when I take it out, it's like, it's 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 too much for when I want to just quickly take something out and play something. You know, having a Switch in my hands, it just feels like it's too much. Like, if I brought that to work, that's a thing that I take it out, you know, and it's just like, holy shit, what, you know, well, he's clearly mm-hmm. doing something, you know, and it's like, I feel like with the Switch Lite... I would like the idea of the dedicated portable better. I like the idea of having one solid unit for a portable, you know? That's so, so that's a me thing. Here's I mean, yeah, if you got the money, especially, yeah. But I'm not gonna go out of my way to do that. Especially and here's the main reason, is you not like there's not gonna be like transfer of data between both no, of them. You know what I mean? But there is if you do it right. So I would make the switch light my primary switch. And then my regular Switch would be always connected to the internet. So it always has access to my cloud saves. It always has access to all my games. And then I could bring the light out to play offline. Because, like, if I'm going out, the odds of me docking my Switch somewhere are very slim unless I'm going to visit Ross. And in that case, so you can have one profile, one Switch profile on multiple Switches. I didn't know that. Yeah, you can do that. And then it's just whichever one you're locked in. Because I remember JP started playing. Breath of the Wild on my Switch, and then when he got his, he was trying to set it up, and it just wasn't working. Yeah, because he didn't. So. He, he probably didn't have like an online profile set up on yours. He probably just had like a guest account. Mm. So like, if you if you with your like it's Comic Kid profile got a Switch Lite, you could log into your Switch Lite with that profile, and then you make that your primary console, 
and then you have access to all your stuff, even if it's offline. Your other Switch would have to check in online to verify that you are the person and that you do indeed own that game. So that's the difference. It's like what people do with like multiple PlayStations. Mm-hmm. You know, you can log into multiple PlayStations, but you can only have one primary console. You know, I just assume Nintendo didn't have their shit that together. They do, but and you they, know. Have a, they have a very convoluted way as well that you can share games with people. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. Yeah, apparently, like, that's how people are doing it. Like, you know, they're buying, they have a Switch already, but, like, their significant other wants to play the Switch as well, but they don't want to buy two copies of Animal Crossing, you know, when that comes out. So what they do is they give that person the primary Switch mm-hmm. and basically say, okay, or they give that person... Yeah, they give that person, like, the primary Switch, and they basically make it so any any user on that Switch can play any of the games on that Switch. So they log in under their own user, and they can play the games on that Switch, while they have a Switch that's connected to the internet where they can also play those games. It's crazy, but it works. Yeah, that's... There's ways to do it, so that's, that's why so I'm confusing. thinking, like, I want the, I want the teal one, because that was the color of my first Game Boy. Yeah, actually, I'm that's probably also, still gonna wait for the Pokemon one. That's actually a news story. If we wanna, if we wanna jump into that, are we good with games? Anybody want to talk about it? Oh, I'm sorry, Tony. Did you play anything that you want to talk I about? I started Digimon Cyber Story Cyber Sleuth today. Yeah, you did that. More on that ago. next week. Yeah, excellent. More that's pretty to much come. it. Yeah. Guys, I was gonna say while we're on Switch news, do you want to talk about? Have, have you guys talked about the whole Blizzard situation? So we're going to touch on that in a minute, but since we were just talking Game Boy, um, let's start with some really good news. Have you seen that, uh, Anthony, the analog pocket? No, I actually haven't. That's actually mm-hmm. the bottom one right there, if you want to click on that. It is. Oh, so are you guys familiar with uh, the NT Mini, the Super NT, things like that? Yeah, I remember So. Those essentially those are devices that uh they use something called fpga uh which essentially what it does is it hardware emulates this is probably putting it in very very layman terms but instead of using like software emulation it does hardware emulation so you know how like some emulators you can't play every game like a playstation emulator can't run every playstation game properly right Mm mm-hmm This is designed so that when you put a Game Boy cartridge in, the cartridge looks at it and says, this is a Game Boy, and runs flawlessly. Really? So they basically emulate the hardware of the Game Boy. And this thing... Let me tell you about this thing, okay? So they can start reselling Game Boy but games. It's like two hundred dollars. But listen, but listen, it can yeah. play Game Boy games, Game Boy Color games, and Game Boy Advance games out of the box. And you'll be able to buy adapters that will allow it to play Game Gear, Neo Geo Pocket Color, and Atari Lynx cartridges, along with some other unannounced classic portables. Um, it will not play ROMs, so you do have to have the the physical cartridges. Um, yeah, that's, so, what are gonna, are so that's like what kind of closes them? the loop for them to protect them from the wrath of Nintendo because it's like, Hey, this is just hardware that plays those games. That's not technically illegal. Oh, this is not. Okay. This is not. It's, it does not play ROMs, 
where their previous stuff has. So that's kind of a thing. Um, it also comes with a built-in synthesizer called a nano loop. Uh, and just so everybody knows, I'm reading from an article on Polygon. They put together a really nice piece on this. Um, so players can make their own chiptune music right on the device. But this thing, I know, I, I know, I see you in the chat, John. You're saying no, but this thing is an attractive piece of hardware. It's basically like I mean, if you have baby, it looks a tiny, Game Boy yeah. Pocket with like the bottom half of like an SP. It looks Man. so tiny. It looks smaller than the Game Boy Color. It's smaller than the Game Boy Color, actually. I'm pretty sure. But it's got the dude the screen though. Listen, it's hands. tiny. It's got ten times the resolution of the Game Boy. It's three and a half inches. But it's tiny, and it has an LTPS LCD. It's so and small, and it's the correct aspect ratio. Yo, like, listen, man, I, I am all about this thing. I think I'm going to buy it. I don't think I don't have any Game Boy games. Well, so. here's my I thing. I have a lot it's of Game Boy games. $200, and your Switch Lite is going to be $200. Yes. Questions? I cannot. Ju- I can't justify that. Yo, he just bought a thing, phone. This thing is beautiful. I love it. Yo, I want Chris it in is, my life. Chris is S-dot money bags over here, man. I'm not. Did you see what I changed yeah, my Twitter name to, not. which I thought no, was funny? I didn't. My Twitter name is Seymour Dollars. Seymour Dollars. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was clever. Oh, man. Um, yeah, if I'm spending 200 yeah. on anything, I'd probably just buy the Switch Lite. I mean, yeah, buy the Switch Lite above all, but like, I think that thing's really nice. And it's. Yeah, it I mean, is, it looks real it nice. Is, yeah. It is a premium device because of how you know what it's doing. It, that thing's not going to be cheap. I was but they, say it's pretty. They are making the world's nicest Game Boy. It That's is what they're pretty. making. They are making the world's nicest, cleanest Game Boy. And man, the game. Let me tell you, I have not. It it would be a stretch for me to say I have truly ever resonated with Nintendo. Um. With their consoles, the closest I ever came was probably has probably been the Switch, and then slightly the GameCube. But like, I have never been my micro. I have never been a Nintendo guy, but let me tell you, I was a Game Boy kid. I adore the Game Boy. I had the Game Boy Color. I had the teal one. That's why I want the. um, That's why I want the Switch Lite for that. I had the original GBA. I remember I saved up all my birthday money and I bought the GBA SP. I got the Onyx Black. And like, yo, I love. Yeah, I remember I used to have an SP. I used to go everywhere playing Fire Red. I still have my SP. I I, I shouldn't say I still have my SP. I sold that SP, but I loved it so much I bought a new one. And by new, I mean new to me. But I own a Game Boy Advance SP again. As far as Game Boys, I've only ever like my I've only bought two, but I had so many game. Actually, I had not bought two. My uncle gave me a Game Boy Color, and I've got so many other Game Boys as a kid from like racing my bike. Like I used to race kids in Wait, like see, trade like, games. Whoa. I've been yeah. I've been thinking about well, it. And like, we would just bet Game Boys and stuff. You would race like that kids for Game Boys. Yeah, that's oh what yeah, you Spider. Do no, the original Game Boy in the car. Forget about it. Same thing with the color, dude. Oh my god. So you, by the time I was in like sixth seconds. grade, I had a Game Boy Micro and a bunch of other stuff. Like I had like 
so many other Game Boys. Like, I never yeah. bought a Game Boy SP, but I somehow ended up with, like, a bunch of Game Boy I remember y'all would actually have to buy that freaking light that just attaches yep. to that Game Boy. you know what I mean? I mean, I was definitely dumb as I a kid. That. I definitely got some stolen SPs. Like, kids were betting stuff they stole, but, you know. Yeah. yeah. Yo, you know what I really want to do, though? They have a modification for the original Game Boy Advance because that feels a little better in the hand. And basically, like, you send it out, and they'll install a backlight, or you can buy the stuff and do it yourself. But, like, you can yeah. install a backlight into the screen and install... Talking about the like, SP, right? No, for the regular no, advance. Um, advance, for the original Advance. They, I was going to say, they sell that for a lot of them. Yeah, but you can, so you can get the backlight for the screen, and then you could get a rechargeable battery for the, um, for the Advance. And then, like, everybody says that is the best way to play GBA games. Is like that with the back screen, with the backlit screen and the rechargeable battery. That is the perfect way to play those games. Yeah, I think I had a crystal, like a crystal blue advance that I got at Costco. I think I had the purple one. I think I had the clear white. Had the like the clear crystal blue one. Is the Game Boy Advance? I had a clear crystal or like the clear purple one for a Game Boy Color. Yo, I didn't even like my Advance the first year it came out because I only had one game. My dad bought me, um, I think it was Star Wars The Phantom Menace, the video Mm. game. That was the only game I had for like a year. So I just played like my old Game Boy games. Like uh, I I played like um, uh, Metal Masters and stuff like that. And so that's all I ended up doing on it was just playing those games. I was super pissed off because I was like, man, GBA doesn't have any games. And then I remember my buddy Eric, he showed me Advance Wars. I fell in love with that game. My buddy Jordan showed me Golden Sun. And I was just like, oh my god, this thing has so many great games. And the GBA is one of the best platforms ever built. Fucking love that thing. You want to talk about, like, a generation of excellent games? Pick any Game Boy. And there you go. Um, but especially the GBA. Though I will say, Mario Tennis on the Game Boy Color was better. You remember when Mario Tennis was made by the same people who made, um, it was made by Camelot? The same people who made Golden Sun, and it was like an actual, like, RPG? Wait, Mario Tennis was an RPG? Yeah! Did you ever play Golden Sun? I don't think I did, no. Yo, dude, it was just this top-down, like, it was like a JRPG... But, like, there wasn't battles, you just played tennis. But, like, you'd go around and you had a character and they leveled up and they had skills and stuff. Was this Prince and, like, of Tennis the video game? What? Dude, no. It was game, uh, Mario Tennis for the Game Boy Color. I played it had Golden a story Sun, but mode on everything. DS. Like, I played, like, yeah, I see, think they, a, they lost it after a while one. when they kind of got rid of the story. Like, once they started making Golden Sun, they kind of took the stories out of that. But like, yo, Mario Tennis, like it looked like a Pokemon game and you're like walking around and you're talking to people and like there was stuff to do beyond tennis. It wasn't just a tennis game. Like there was actual like character development and stuff. Hmm. I used to just hug the net. That was my strategy. I just ran up to the net and I was just like, <laughs> nope, 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 nope. And then I'd win. <laughs> oh man, that was such a good game. I need to play that again at some point. Um... All right. Uh, Nat was talking earlier about the Blizzard fiasco. Uh, we touched on a lot of this last week, and let's hit three of these real quick. Uh, some some cleanup hits here to follow up on this. Uh, Blizzard has reduced the suspension of the Hearthstone player they banned. Uh, that player was Blitzchung. 
they have since reduced his punishment to six months, and they have reinstated his uh, his uh, winnings. Um, and they've okay. You guys want to hear the statement? Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Wow, this is a lengthy statement. Here we go. Um, this is from J. Allen Brack. Uh, who is the CEO or president, excuse me, president of Blizzard Entertainment. Here we go. We're going on a journey, boys. Hello, Blizzard community. I want to take a few minutes to talk to all of you about the Hearthstone Grandmasters tournament this past weekend. On Monday, we made the decision to take action against a player named Blitzchung and two shoutcasters after the player shared his views on what's happening in Hong Kong on our official broadcast channel. At Blizzard, our vision is to bring the world together through epic entertainment. And we have core values that apply here. Think globally, lead responsibly, and importantly, every voice matters. Encouraging everybody to share their point of view. Uh, The actions we took over the weekend are causing some people to question if we are still committed to these values. We absolutely are, and I will explain. Our esports programs are an expression of our vision and values. Uh, esports exists to create opportunities for players uh, from around the world, from different cultures, and from different backgrounds to come together and compete and share their passion for gaming. It is extremely important to us to protect these channels and the purpose they serve, to bring the world together through epic entertainment, celebrate our players, and build diverse and inclusive communities. As to how these values apply in this case, first, our official esports tournament broadcast was used as a platform for a winner of this event to share his views with the world. We interview competitors who are at the top of their craft to share how they feel. We want to experience that moment with them. Hearing their excitement is a powerful way to bring us together. Over the weekend, Blitzchung used his segment to make a statement about the situation in Hong Kong in violation of our rules he acknowledged and understood, and this is why we took action. Every voice matters, and we strongly encourage everyone in our community to share their viewpoints in the many places available to express themselves. However, the official broadcast needs to be about the tournament and to be a place where all are welcome. In support of that, we want to keep the official channels focused on the game. Second, what is the role of shoutcasters in these broadcasts? We hire shoutcasters to amplify the excitement of the game. They elevate the watchability to help the esports viewing experience stay focused on the tournament and our amazing players. Third, where our actions based on the content of the message. Part of thinking globally, leading responsibly, and every voice matters is recognizing that we have players and fans in almost every country in the world. Our goal is to help players connect in areas uh, areas of commonality, like their passion for our games, and create a sense of shared community. The specific views expressed by Blitzchung were... Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> were not a factor in the decision we made. This part. This part right here. The specific views we expressed by or the specific views expressed by Blitzchun were not a factor in the decision we made. Okay, remember that. I want to be clear, our relationship with China had no influence on our decision. Sure, sure. Okay, that's a big chunk right there. Uh, we have these rules to keep focus on the game and the tournaments to the benefit of a global audience, and that was uh, the only consideration in the actions we took. If this had been the opposing viewpoint delivered at the same uh, divisive and deliberate way, uh, we no, would have. we would have felt and acted the same. No, you wouldn't have. 
I know, I know, but okay. Uh, Not you, but no, I'm I know. Uh, no, I know, I know what you mean. Uh, okay, what could Blizzard have done better, and where do we go from here? Over the past few days, many players, casters, esports fan, and employees have expressed concerns about how we determine the penalties. We've had a chance to pause to listen to our community and reflect on what could have been done better. In hindsight, our process wasn't adequate, and we reacted. Okay, too maybe stop playing your game. <sighs> We want to. I'm just glad you're listening. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that you're listening to what I'm saying. Uh, we want to ensure that we maintain a safe and inclusive environment for all our players and that our rules, our process. Uh, AKA, our rules, you started losing just as much money as you would have lost if China our, decided to ban your game. Our rules and processes are clear. All of this is in service of another important Blizzard value. Play nice, play fair. In the tournament itself, Blitzchun played fair. We now believe he should receive his prizing. We understand that for some, it's not about the prize, and perhaps for others, it is disrespectful to even discuss it. That is not our intention. But playing fair also includes appropriate pre- and post-match conduct, especially when a player accepts recognition for winning in a broadcast. We think, uh, When we think about the suspension, six months for Blitzchung is more appropriate, after which time he can compete in the Hearthstone Pro Circuit again if he so chooses. There is a consequence for taking the conversation away from the purpose of the event and disrupting or derailing the broadcast. With regard to the casters, remember their purpose is to keep the event focused on the tournament. That didn't happen here, and we're setting their suspension to six months as well. Uh, Moving forward, we will continue to apply tournament rules to assure our official broadcasts remain focused on the game and are not a platform for divisive social or political views. One of our goals at Blizzard is to make sure that every player everywhere in the world, regardless of political views, religious beliefs, race, gender, or any other consideration, always feels safe and welcome, both competing in and playing our games. At Blizzard, we are always listening and finding ways to improve. It's part of our culture. AKA Blizzard's a company that's going to watch read this their pockets. Article? I read the whole thing. Right. Thank you for your patience with us as we continue to learn. It's done. I read the whole thing. Clap it up. AKA, I'm not clapping for that bullshit. No, AKA, clap it Blizzard up for me wants reading to, it. Oh, I clap it up it. for you. Yes, thank you. Yeah, AKA Blizzard wants to protect their pockets. So you guys want to hear something funny? Not stand up for what's right. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't pull this. So Inside Gaming ran a spot for this, talking about this. Mm -hmm. And they they mentioned that there is someone on Reddit who is breaking down this entire article piece by piece. Because remember, when Blizzard came out, they condemned the action in North America. And they were like, hey, you know, know, it's not okay why it happened and things like that. You know, but we're, you know, we, we want to do what's right for our game, blah, blah, blah. But in China, their Twitter was just like, shit's fucked up. It's bad. It's not going to happen. Like, they, they put the, like, Blizzard was like, at least like trying to defend their position on, in North America and in other regions with regards to like how they talked about this incident. In China, they were just like, this is bad. We are taking action. Like, there was no question that they put the blame entirely on him and, like, immediately, it was the immediate, like, gut-wrenching reaction of just, like, we're taking care of this, please don't be mad. And in North America and stuff, it's just like, well, guys, you know, you gotta understand. So, there is a part in this, specifically, one of the lines they pulled out... Oh my god, um... Where is it? It's something about the consequence. I want to find the line again. Yo, man, I just hope my friends who work for Blizzard can, you know, find situations because... 
They could have been one Yo, of the people that walked so, out. Who so knows? listen to this. So yeah. there, there is speculation. I wonder if my friend who works there. I'm not going to say his name because yeah. I don't no, want to. Don't, don't blow up anyone's trouble. spot. But there is speculation that this statement was, if not written, edited potentially by a predominantly Chinese-speaking individual. And one of the lines they use as evidence is there is a consequence for taking the conversation away from the purpose of the event and or disrupting the or derailing the event. There is a consequence is a specifically used term because normally we say there are consequences. There are consequences for actions, not there is a consequence for taking action, right? But in China, they don't have a direct translation of there are consequences, so in China, it would be there is a consequence. So somebody went through section by section, line by line, and broke down the ways that this was very clearly or at least either written or influenced heavily by a predominantly like Chinese-speaking or written individual. So this this article feels like, also, from the sound of it... my friend no longer works for Blizzard. Yeah, it, it sounds like at that level, that this was written to be a direct and easy, easy translation to Chinese. So again, they're writing this piece hypothetically with the Chinese market in mind. Because again, they don't want to piss them off because we all know it was about China because China, the moment they hear anything, China. the moment they hear anything, they banned Winnie the Pooh because they, the people, they, they think their president looks like him. And so they ban Winnie the Pooh. So you don't think if this guy stands up on a stage and says, oh, free Hong Kong, liberation of our generation, or fight of our generation, or whatever. Like, China's going to take action, and that's why Blizzard shut it down right away. That's why they deleted the VODs. This doesn't happen. It, it, somebody says something stupid on a stream, it gets highlighted, it gets around. No, this, like, they, they, they put the kibosh. They took it down immediately. Like, they ran to commercial, they did anything they could to get this off the screen. Because they're afraid of losing business in China, which I get, but come on. And this apology, like, only does so much. Because, like, again, they're talking to the market that isn't really impacted by this as much. Um, my So, my thing with these isn't the fact that they're protecting their business interests. It's the fact that they think they could just get this shit off. And act like people don't can't read between their fucking lies. Yeah, it's it's that they t- they take us for granted and they think we're stupid and that we're just gonna read yeah. this and be like, oh well, Blizzard was clearly in the right. Like, come yeah. on, this is this has catering to China written all over it. This is this. God, there are so many like political parallels to this. It's not even funny. Um, in in it's better also just like befuddling. How companies can look at shit like this and not see how in history companies tend to be rewarded for standing on the right side of history. Yeah, and China is very much on the wrong side of history when it comes mm-hmm. to humanitarian needs. So, you know. So, I mean, pick your battle. Tis what it is. You know, you might win this battle, but like the war you is You might still make an extra going. million dollars for staying there, but you're not going to look to appealing in the I mean, eyes when people e- look back at this even the nba put their foot down and said look we're not gonna change the way we do our stuff just because we're in china you know like even mm. the nba put their foot down and it's like come on you gotta be flexible here props to the nba you know they're handling it the way it should be handled it's you know we're not a chinese business we don't have to cater to the chinese market 
It's why Google doesn't exist there right now, even though they're trying to get back there as desperately as they can. So they'll make like a fucking shitty, uh, you know, ugh, this is a rabbit hole. Anyway, Blizzard mm-hmm. is giving a six. I, I, I have nothing against China or the Chinese people. It's their government. That's really dumb. It's a lot like our government, but just more dumb. Yeah. It's really the government <laughs> that's the issue completely. Yeah, the people are fine. It's almost not even Blizzard's fault. Just like our government, government. but not trying to hide that they're shitty. I know exactly. It's 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 our government wasn't trying to hide the fact that they're a bunch of shitlords. It's basically China, the Chinese government. China. God. I was gonna say it's so hard to talk about. Also, how do you feel about about China? I was gonna say, how do you feel about fucking the whole Overwatch Switch situation? Oh, you guys God. seen that stuff? Uh, I heard that does not run well. Mm-hmm. I heard that's a yeah, mess. Oh, no. They know anything that they show is going to be a shit show. It's too little, too late for that. Well, not even just that. That, like, they canceled the, the like, New York City event. Oh, and yes. Nintendo's they, refunding everybody. If you ask they canceled for a refund the launch for what you call it. They canceled the at the Nintendo World Store yeah. New York because they, they were afraid of protesters. Um... Speaking of, there was one group of protesters. It was a college Hearthstone team that held up a free Hong Kong boycott Blizzard sign at an official mm-hmm. Hearthstone event, and they did not get banned, so they willingly backed out and said, this is bullshit. Uh, Blizzard has now given them a six-month ban, which they are extremely grateful for. Um, so, what did they say? Happy to announce that the AU Hearthstone team received a six-month ban from competition. While delayed, I appreciate all players being treated equally and no one being above the rules. The big controversy there was that they held up a sign during an official Blizzard broadcast in North America and did not get punished. They were allowed to continue to compete, except they backed out. Because they were like, this is bullshit. They did, they tried to get banned and could not. Um, Now they are officially banned and they could not be happier but uh, that also feels like a reaction that, like, Blizzard feels like they probably have to do now because they made a big deal out of it. So They got to be consistent now on their bullshit initially. Oh, my God. So now, um, God, there are – Kotaku put together a piece. Protests are coming to BlizzCon. Um, so – Digital rights nonprofit organization Fight for the Future launched a website and a Discord to kick off its organizing efforts and a protest BlizzCon subreddit. Uh, so they're two separate things. I'm sorry. I read those as like they're working together on that. Um, but Fight for the Future is working on an, uh, working on efforts to boycott Blizzard, apparently. And the protest Blizzard, uh, protest BlizzCon subreddit is a thing. Um, man, everybody's thinking they're going to get rid of open mics this year. Cause remember last year, the famous, uh, is this a late April fool's joke? Ooh. And then the reactions such as, don't you guys have phones? Um, a lot of people think Blizzard's going to cancel the Q and a this year because yeah, they can't man, cancel the entire their, event. They put too much money their in show is going to be full of signs of free Hong Kong. It's going to be everything they don't want. And the thing is, they can't really like the problem is, is if everybody comes in with that stuff and gets kicked out, then it's going to be a huge hubbub about like, Oh my God, you're really just doing this to cater to the Chinese government. The other Mm -hmm. side of it is if they get in, then it's like, 
how much of like they're going to control the angles and stuff and they're gonna be like look how they don't show the crowd they're trying to cater this is a lose-lose scenario for blizzard they do not come out on top from this blizzcon is going to be a disaster just gotta hold that l i kind of can't wait uh, I'm, I'm actually gonna look forward to uh blizzcon this year man gonna, just gotta uh, hold that l gonna be a just gotta take that l on the chest man well, they're going to take the L. They're going to take the L from thousands of people. Yo, why do governments have to be so stupid? Just a gen- blanket statement. Why do governments have to be dumb? This is ridiculous. Maybe the world would be better without governments? Oh, God. I'm on a list now. That's, uh, I'm on a no-fly list. Slow down there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, man. No, I know. <laughs> you see, they won't be able to track you if they used our sponsor, Express Feet. No, I'm joking. <laughs> 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 If only. God. All right. I hope if the politics only, right? stop. The politics are fresh. Yo, I'm just letting them know that if they wanted that spot, we was ready to give it to we them. We were ready. We were. We did it anyway. Nor seamless. Go and tell them half gen sent you, and we'll see what happens. Man, like politics is one of the hardest things I feel like we could talk about on a podcast because obviously everybody has an opinion on politics, but like, I don't feel like anybody wants to hear them. But I then mean, stuff okay, like so this like, happens. And we have mm-hmm. to talk about it because this is the biggest news in gaming right now. So there, there is a right and wrong way to talk about politics. Like the wrong way is to just be the wrong way is to just be very like nonchalant about it and like not. I want to say nonchalant, but like very middle of the road. If you're talking about it and you mean what you say, like at the end of the day, people probably weren't gonna like you anyway if you <laughs> didn't agree with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you just talk about it. <laughs> where you don't feel bad about it, yeah, you'll be fine. Okay. Because I'm always just worried, like, I'm talking about it the wrong way, and, like, I don't want to... The best thing to do I, is I be informed. If yeah. Don't talk about something if you're uninformed. Don't put out a bullshit-ass blizzard statement on something to, to fucking watch your pockets, because oh, no, people are going to call you out on your no, shit. No, don't worry. Always. I'm informed. I know what's going on. Not, not you. I'm just saying in, this is more towards everybody. If you're talking politics and you're listening to this... The one way to make sure you don't have any backlash is just be informed on your topic. Well, I wouldn't say any backlash, but just to reduce the amount of backlash, be informed. I mean, if you have back, like if you have backlash, it's gonna be from typically opposing views, and if you or disagree, you're gonna disagree. You're just gonna disagree no matter what. You know what I mean? Man, I just—it's easier not to talk about politics. We should talk about smartphones again. Smartphones are uh, no, they are—they're totally offensive. We talk Android almost the whole time. People are like, "What about mm-hmm. iPhone? Represent?" <laughs> no, revolution of our age. <laughs> That's a bad joke. Um, yo, let's talk for a minute about Fortnite, okay? Mm-hmm. Fortnite did a thing this weekend. People are mad at Lady Dude, Gaga because she yeah. didn't know what. I'm not was. even talking about that. We're not even going to talk about <laughs> that. Um, she knows what Bayonetta is, though. Yeah, I know she's a hardcore Bayonetta fan. I respect it. Yo, so Fortnite did a thing where they had a big, another one of their big in-game events, and mm. they broke the game. Not like accidentally. Well, they deleted. They the game. destroyed they the game. It. They destroyed the map. The game was unplayable for multiple days. They yeeted it, man. And it was one of the coolest things to ever happen in a video game. It was this great lead up, and then just the game was gone. 
and everybody was just like apparently views in a match like meteors started falling and everything yeah like you got to see it happen people on the menu even got the black hole yeah the menu got sucked up by the black hole too apparently Yo, well, I think had, the idea is cool. They had over 6 million concurrent viewers watching on various streaming platforms. I was going to say, so while watching it's cool, if you peel the curtain back a little bit, it's kind of it's kind of like... Uh, it makes sense why they did it, because they needed server downtime and things like that to roll out their new map. But listen, that, if there's a way to do it, that's the way. That no, was cool. Sure. That is the... That and the next thing is... Uh, like they're slowly losing market share on the like, on the. Why am I drawing a blank? Well, Fortnite probably right needed a that. bit of a shot in the arm, you know. That's... But I was gonna say they needed something to like get people's attention back on Fortnite because oh, all yeah, the other all the other battle royales are like have their core fan base and like. And like a steady streaming while Fortnite is the biggest, but it's like slowly sloping as people get tired of this format of game. And they needed something to keep people's attention. I feel like a lot of people got really tired. By the time before they reset the map, there was like fucking skateboards. I think season 10 was kind of a breaking point for a lot of people where the game just kind of got overwhelming. And they tried to cater too much to the, you know, lower denominator of players. Mm-hmm. So they start alienating their high end and then like, you know, crazy things like, oh, we're going to roll out bots and things like that. And it, it seemed like a really confusing way to move that game forward. Uh, but now we have Fortnite Chapter 2. So this is Chapter 2, Season 1. This is brand new Fortnite. They completely redid it. It's a brand new map with some returning locations, but it's a brand new map they they changed a lot of guns, so there's you know certain weapons are gone. Um, a lot of like old vehicles are gone. There's boats now, and you can swim. Uh, I was gonna say also, uh, they did it would have been cool if they just deleted the game. They were just like you were gonna stop on top. I would have I would have fucked with them so hard. <laughs> just, they would never if they just that. deleted the game. All services. No, obviously, but if they was just like nah, this is it. We get we went out on top. That would have been some gangster shit. I'm not gonna hold you. Yeah, they kind of like pulled off a uh, Final Fantasy 14 deal here. But the only Destroy thing is, the world they can't do this again. Bandit. They can't do this for Chapter Three. Like, no. And that's the thing is, how do they top this? But listen, like we can all agree, like that's some cool shit. No, it was cool. That was really cool, and I wish more. It just games sucks that I dislike would... Fortnite. I know, and the whole time I'm watching, yeah, we're it, pretty I much all like, in the same boat. I was like, yo, I wish I liked this game. I was like, I wish I wanted to play this game. Because I can admit, Fortnite is the coolest game out there right now, but I have no desire to play it. Because they're always doing some crazy shit. But I have no desire Fortnite, to play it. Fortnite, okay, so... F- I don't even want to say the coolest. Cause I don't... I, I, like, Fortnite's devs, on. I feel like, honestly care about their community, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And how people play their game. And it shows by the way they approach stuff and try to keep their community engaged and everything mm-hmm. like actively trying like there's no there's only a few games that actively try as hard as fortnite to like please their fan base you know yeah no i i i agree with that 100 percent um but yeah man it was that was cool. I, I, I remember, like, seeing the news about it, and then, like, I went home, and I watched YouTube videos on it, and I was like, this is so cool. Like, I can't believe a game, the biggest game in the world, 
just turned off for a little while. <laughs> like, that's crazy to me. But uh, I, props to Epic. It was funny know. seeing people react to the videos. Not react, like react to the reaction videos that were like doctored. Like, there was like clips on the news going around where it's like clearly an edited video. Yeah. And they were like, look at these kids. And then people were mad. And, and there was those like moms of whatever trying to sue Epic because they were like, Fortnite is too addictive. And it's like, yo, like 80% of these videos are fake. Yeah. Yo, why? Not even just government. Why are people so dumb? You're right. It all comes back to people. Yeah. Like, 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 just do a Google search. Do your Googles, man. Do, your Googles. do the Googles, bro. Yo, some people they're afraid. They're afraid of Google. They're like, once I Google, I can't go back. Yo, yo, Bing ain't even that bad, man. Do your Bings, man. Just, just, just once, look something man. up. Once, Jeeves is still out there. Listen, once you Google, your information is just out there, and it's never coming back. That's how you get hacked. Once you, unless Google, you use NordVPN, <laughs> NordVPN. Tell them half So many, so many spots. Yo, uh, Nord, hit us up with that sponsorship. Hit me up with that collab. Um, I'm saying even the, even just the membership for like four to five users. Yo, man, just like good guy Nord no, out here. I'm just out here. I'm just out here. I'm just out here fucking the internet raw, man. You know, good guy Nord out Give here some protection. small podcasts. Yeah, like I, a, I need something to protect myself from China, you know? A, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> what if Blizzard finds out we were shit talking on this whole podcast? <laughs> Get DDoS. DDoS by Blizzard. Um... What if they're the ones who took out Ross's internet? Oh shit! Dun dun dun! Oh shit! Oh shit! They're taking us one after one after another. Damn it! The government got one to by them. one. We all fall. What if I'm not actually talking to Ross anymore, but an China? intelligent uh, or <laughs> but an AI trying to figure out where you at? Him via text. It's just some Chinese <laughs> guy. The first thing it figured out through our conversations, he's bad with technology. Run with that. <laughs> So you're not, just waiting for the world is going to implode. There's not only just one Ross. There's Bizarro Ross and Chinese, uh, Chinese <laughs> robot Ross. Intelligence Ross. Oh God, My God, man, it's everywhere. Um, you know what's not everywhere, or I guess will soon be everywhere. The the leadership of the Halo Infinite dev team because they just lost someone else a year oh, out man. from the launch of that game. Uh, mm-hmm. Mary Olsen, who is the lead producer of Halo Infinite's campaign, which is arguably the most important oh. part of this game, considering Halo yep. 5's campaign was shit. Uh, is departed 343 Industries to join Midwinter Entertainment. What does uh, Midwinter what do they do? I don't know. They don't actually have them linked. Let me Google this real quick. Uh, it's an article from okay. GameSpot. Uh, Midwinter Entertainment. Let's see. What do you make uh, about us? Uh, yeah. Currently working on our they first game, nothing. Scavengers. They make nothing. There's an early gameplay trailer from E3. Oh, I think I've... This looks like a third-person survival game. Okay. Yeah, it's um, like... If Destiny was a survival game, it would be this. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And third-person. Okay. This is like a PVE or PVPVE kind of deal. They look like they're doing. Okay. Yeah, so that's a thing. So she joined that team now. Um, maybe that team or maybe that game has a better story than. Uh, 
Hopefully she finished the story before she left. Hopefully the story's good. Yeah, hopefully she did a good yeah. story before she left. So their community like manager you said, "What if this is the best Halo ever, man? Yeah, what if the community manager did say in a Reddit post that there is no creative dilemma at the studio? Um, so I feel like they're trying to put out a lot of fires uh, that they expect." So they said the full quote, there is no creative dilemma inside the studio and there's no writing on the walls. Um, Mary Olsen kind of stepped up into a slightly bigger role after, um, uh, what was it? Uh, what was his name? First name was, last name was Longo. Tim Longo left in August. He was the creative director of the game. She kind of stepped up to fill a little bit of what was left of his work and now she's gone. Oof. Suddenly, it's just like, oh boy. Really she hope... left to give space to the people who actually care about the game. I really hope Halo Infinite is the best Halo one. game ever let's, made. Because hope if it's, it's not, man. Hmm. What if it's just okay? Let's just hope. That's not, that's not okay. <laughs> Let me tell you what. It can't it's just not be okay. okay. It's, there is no just okay anymore in Halo. It, it is like do this, or die is, I will not let Microsoft kill that chance, franchise honestly. I will not allow it if, if this one isn't good Microsoft needs to call me and Ross and we need to have a talk and we need to go through and I'm going to sit down with them and we're going to play Halo all, to completion and we're going to be like okay we're going to figure out why this game was good and then we're going to emulate it and then we're going to go through all of them and figure out okay this is why this game was good and this is why this game was bad and then we're going to get to Halo Reach. I'm going to be like, this is mostly bad. I don't like this game all that much, but that's okay. Uh, and then we're going to get to Halo 5. We're going to have Kawhi Leonard as Master Chief. We're going to get to Halo 5, and we're going to take it, and we're going to throw it in the garbage. We're going to be like, don't play this shit. You already know it's bad. You know? Man. Um, good news, though, uh, for another dev, Volition. They found the source code for the PC version of Saints Row 2, which has been notoriously broken for years. Wait, haven't it took them this long to find the source code? Yep, they thought they lost it, but apparently they found it. And so they are working oh. on getting a Steam version released. Because believe it or not, oh, not shit. on Steam. Yeah, that's actually... That was a GameSpy game. Hmm. Oh. Oh. It was not ported by Volition. Um, it was originally ported by, um, what? Hold on. I thought they said who ported it. Uh, it'll also have the former, uh, the game's formerly console exclusive, uh, DLC. It's cool. Um, yeah, I don't remember who actually worked on this, but yeah, they did not port it themselves. Oh, CD Projekt Red. CD oh, Projekt Red originally ported the game to PC. When THQ went bust in 2012, Volition thought the source code was lost in the bankruptcy auction. Seven years later, though, it's back. So I want to know where they're they found going it. to release Saints Row 2 on PC in a working fashion on Steam. So somebody wasn't using NordVPN when they accessed the file. It's and true. Was able to bust in. It's true. Uh, many people. There are two kinds of Saints Row fans. Pre-3 and post-3. There are the people who, like myself included, well, I, I guess I can't say this because I didn't play Saints Row 1 or 2, but I think Saints Row 3 was good. There are, you know, generally speaking, you either really enjoyed the direction that they went in 3 and you think that's like Saints Row now, 
or you like the more spoof on Grand Theft Auto. Like, Saints Row 3 got, went past being a spoof on Grand Theft Auto, and it kind of became its own crazy beast. I was going to say, 1 and 2, from my opinion, from playing them in passing, I never owned them, but, like, playing them was, yeah, this is just not as good GTA. Yeah, that was more of, like, a satire on GTA, whereas Saints Row 3 was just, like, a satire open-world game. And that it, it wasn't trying to be Grand Theft Auto. But these games are definitely like, yo, this is Grand Theft Auto, but like crazy-er. So a lot of people really like... Uh, you know, like Grand Saints Theft Auto is like a bizarre reality. <laughs> Saints Row 1 and 2 are a bizarre reality of Grand Theft Auto. Oh, world. holy shit. Breaking news. The Madden curse is struck again. Oh, no. Patrick Mahomes just suffered a gruesome knee injury. Um, That's sad. Let's hope they stay away from my boy Danny Dimes, man. Who? The quarterback of the oh, Giants. Oh, that's what Danny, they're calling him now? Danny Dimes, yeah. Daniel Jones. Hold Danny on. Dimes because he throws dimes, man. I wish I knew they had they to pop his knee back in. Ooh. He dislocated his kneecap. There's a video oh. of where you can watch doctors pop it back in. I don't want to watch in. that. <laughs> How do you... Oh. Oh. Oh, God. Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Listen, I wish no I ill mean, will on Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Well, that's a, a shitty injury. That's not as bad as it could be, all things considered. Man. Like, it's yeah, I suppose, yeah. audibly disgusting, like, hearing that happen. Like, but... Yeah. In reality, like if you pop your knee out, you could be back walking in like yeah, a week and a half. He will just be out for up time. to six weeks, apparently. No, he should be out because yeah, you want to make sure all your what you call it, like your nerves. They're gonna are in check this. Yeah, they're so gonna like, do an MRI tomorrow to see if he has any ligament damage. Oh like my he god! Shouldn't every he shouldn't yo, rush back? Everybody theory. advocating against Thursday night football just got the ultimate ammunition because the hottest quarterback in the league just got hurt on a Thursday night football game. Okay. Oh, man. Like, I like Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes I mean, is like, he is the, if you want a face of the NFL going forward, he's your Patrick guy. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback I've ever seen. He could potentially be life. like, dude, it's his second year as a starter and I don't want to go too crazy, but he could be a generational talent. This guy could I mean, reset like, what we believe quarterbacks are supposed to be. And like That's what I'm saying. I yo, mean like not like just obviously he doesn't have down. the accolades to back up yet. I him being yo, the best. He's gonna be but he's good. made the passes that I didn't even think were fucking possible. Yo, like the no throwing fucking 50 yard passes while falling at an angle like who like what who who the fuck is He's this dude insane. and putting it in the place where only the receiver can grab it's insane. like fucking ridiculous Yo, but like man Ross oh my god Ross is losing his mind right now cuz Ross is a Chiefs well, I just fan. hope I just hope they stay away from just, my dog Danny Dimes I'm Madden gonna, stay away from I'm, Danny Dimes man I'm going to I'm going to text Ross my condolences <laughs> Is that is that mm, should I say literally my condolences what if he doesn't even know because his internet isn't working? Oh, what what if he I just, just doesn't know right now? He feeling like no, he's gonna know. F- what? Are you kidding? He's gonna know. He's watching it on his phone if he doesn't have internet. He's watching it on the four G. Oh my! What if he's God. still on talking with Verizon? Yo, the Madden curse, man! Holy shit! They, 
Man, he P- Patrick Mahomes did not deserve that. Uh bad segue incoming. Um Is that why his net broke? Yeah, he probably <laughs> raged. Um You know, neither did Halo deserve to get its artwork stolen by Paradox's new mobile game, but here we are. Um, You guys should click on this article, and I'm going to show the chat, because this is egregious. Because here's the original image from Halo, and there's Scorpion tanks in this not-Halo game. That's fucking weird. (laughs) It's weird how those very Halo... There's a warthog. There are marines, like Halo hey, marines. Man, who snitched, man? They was getting <laughs> their shit off. So, Paradox released uh, a mobile version of Stellaris, and it has already been taken offline because somebody literally <laughs> stole concept art from Halo, from 343. I believe this is Halo 4. And they did a poor job just kind of scrubbing out the pelicans, I guess, but like didn't do anything else. They changed the walls a little bit, but like they left in the iconic vehicles of Halo and the two they Marines. They try to get this shit off, man. No, that's not okay. It's not okay. I'm just, you know, only um, thing worse is if Master Chief was just sitting there smoking a the cig. To make matters worse, do you guys remember the big controversy when Diablo or when uh, Blizzard announced Diablo Immortal, and everybody was like, "This is just like that other game NetEase made um, in China," and it was like a, an identical-looking game, just they were skinning it Diablo. Uh, basically, this is the same scenario. So there's a game Nova Empire that uses a lot of very similar. Assets, including main menu icons, as Stellaris Galaxy Command. Uh, To their credit, um, the team did put out a statement. We have learned the artwork inside Stellaris Galaxy Command was taken from another source. We are immediately removing this content from the game and are deeply sorry to our fans, to the affected creators. To perform a full content sweep and ensure this issue is resolved, we have temporarily taken the game offline. This was a clear mistake on our part, and we are working to fix it as quickly as we can. We trust Game Bear to make things right for Galaxy Command, and we will work closely with them to ensure this game meets the high standards of our our, our players deserve. We're sorry so this happened, and we will do better. Game Bear to port this game to mobile. I'm sorry. I'm saying I'm assuming they paid a company to port this game to mobile. Yeah, Game Bear, makers of Nova they, Empire. Yeah, they, which literally, they, they if you guys Hong scroll Kong down, company. you can see the video <laughs> and you can see the image, and it's identical. Yeah, I was watching the stream when it happened. So. Down to the super boost. Um, man, it's crazy. Uh, yeah. There seems no, to be a big issue with China and mobile games. They just take. Well, there's that one we talked about a couple weeks ago that like literally stole Warcraft. Yeah, like like all this meme, like people. Well, also of, uh, like it's a big difference because they probably operate under like their licensing laws and stuff, and that's probably acceptable for literally every other game they do well, there that's only released in China. Again, you know I don't I mean? want to get crazy like on China, but like literally like there are no external copyright law has no bearing in China. That's why they can China can literally release an iPhone and it's okay because like even if it's not the Apple iPhone they can do that as much as they want because, you know, China's not going to stop them. Yeah. That's the thing with their market is they'll let you knock off whatever you want, you know, 
whatever. And so that's why, you know, U.S. courts don't have any jurisdiction over there. So what's to stop them? China doesn't have to listen. Somebody opened up two fake cafes of the coffee shop I work for in China. Yeah. China had fake Apple stores. Remember that a couple years ago? They made full-on Apple stores that were, and Apple was like, hey, no. <laughs> that's Stop. not okay. No. No, but here's what I'm saying. It's not even not even something that sells for that much. They made a fake coffee shop. Yeah, I know. They probably have fake Starbucks and stuff. Yeah, I haven't even heard of your coffee shop until you brought it up. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Oh. Probably have a lot of. I miss bougie coffee. You know what I uh, what I do know now is What's that it? The Last of Us has sold over twenty million units, which I feel like mm. is an astounding number. This is according to VG Charts, um, video game industry senior analyst at Nico Partners, Daniel Ahmad, revealed via Twitter the original Last of Us has sold over twenty million units. This is they put this together this article. Um, but VG Charts is a, uh, a tracking website. They track sales of consoles and games and things like that. Um, they have become a mostly reputable source uh, in those years. Uh, so 20 million across PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 3. Uh, he also revealed that Uncharted has seen significant growth uh, since Uncharted 2. So Uncharted 2 sold over 6 million units on the PlayStation 3, while Uncharted 4 has sold over 16 million units on the PlayStation 4. And that's pretty crazy. Uh, Uncharted 2 did just celebrate its 10th anniversary on the 13th. Yo, Uncharted 2 is 10 years old. I was a year out of high school. Man, but yo, those those PlayStation games, you know, everybody talked in the PS3 era that Sony was making a lot of games, but they weren't selling. Sony is selling some games. Holy shit, 20 million units. That's substantial. 16 million units on Uncharted. Spider, that doesn't count the free Well, Spider, yeah, no, Spider-Man, well, actually, I think that counts. I think that does count. Does? Uh, and Spider-Man's probably way up there. God of War is well over 10 million. We know that. Um, uh, that thing with The Last of Us, is that including it being free? Yes, uh, I believe, I, I don't think it includes this, I don't know if it includes this exact month. But it could. I do believe they count those as units sold. In some weird capacity, I believe. Don't quote me, but I believe those count as sales. Because technically somebody owns a game as long as they pay for the service. Uh, getting to our last piece of news before we get into our big, like, let's talk about for the week. Um, which is more news, but like, there's a lot to unpack there. PUBG's new season. They're going to fix Miramar. Which one was that one? The desert map. Oh, the one with no cover anywhere. Okay, so they are making adjustments to the map. Uh, This is a Polygon article. They pulled from the patch notes uh, and PUBG Corp's announcement that they're going to fix it. Uh, Polygon just has it in a little bit of a cleaner format. Uh, the, uh, they are increasing the spawn rate of long range weapons like assault rifles, DMRs, and the new and improved win 94 and all scopes. So they are increasing range spawns. Um, have I played PUBG with you on the new computer? No. Do I need to reinstall PUBG? Cause it's not installed right now. 
Are we going to play PUBG? Not, I'll not. install it if we're going to play it. I mean, that's the one I PC game I, I still want to play, I, but I don't have anybody to play with. I don't know if I played with I think we played PC. at least once. I'm going to reinstall PUBG, and I'll have time sure, to regret this later. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. I, I've been kind of thinking about it. The last time I played it, I had an awful is time. updated. I had an awful time I'm the last time I played it, but maybe it's just because I was coming back for the first time in a while. We also oh. never went back to Seven Days to Die, friends. Yeah, I know. I don't. Yeah, because Nightmares quit that. that. I'm, I'm done with that shit. Plus, the uh, there's a new patch coming. That out, game has so been I... in alpha for like five years. We've had so much fun playing that game, man. man. Don't make me do it. <laughs> Last time I played this, Petty and it was, was never actually about what was happening, December but the moments that was had with friends. Oh my god, you're gonna make me install that too? Yeah, Seven Days to Die. I mean. I mean, not probably not until uh, the new patch comes out. New patch. I'll install yeah, it for we the just new wait patch. then, and then we'll play it like once with everybody online, and we'll just have play it for like one weekend, just all day. All right. Yeah, me and Jim and Uber were planning. I mean, you don't to, have to uh, buy anything new. You already own the I game. Know. I swore that game mm-hmm. off. I've been really good about it. Um. Anyway, uh, they are adding a permanent. Hold on. So let me go through this. Uh, there's a racetrack that they added to the map. Uh, there are also newly added objects like ramps, loops, jumps, and signboards across the map. Uh, there's a new gold. Sounds car. like they took a lot of stuff from the test server yeah. and just put it on that map. Um, they removed some small objects and trash uh, in and around buildings to reduce clutter and make movement easier when looting. There is a 12% increase to AR spawns, 29% increase to DMRs, 30% excuse me, increase to Win94, and 18% increase to all scopes. Pistol spawn rate has been reduced by 31%, and the spawn rates of helmets, bags, and vests have been increased slightly. Uh, there are now vending machines that are placed in Miramar and Camp Jackal uh, to pro- uh, provide That's new cool. looting experiences. So you can get painkillers and energy drinks from vending machines. Vending machines are only available in Miramar and Camp Jackal. Uh, in Miramar, vending machines spawn at randomly set locations. And if you're lucky, vending machines can dispense many energy drinks at once. Uh, but be careful when you use the vending machine as cover. The vending machine is protected by cutting edge anti-theft technology and any attempt to damage the machine may expose your location to the enemy. Uh, the Win94 now comes automatically equipped with an irremovable 2.7 times scope, uh, and it oh, is now yes. exclusive to the map. Oh, yes. So the, the Win94 Win is now oh, a Miramar exclusive and has a permanent scope. Are you guys ready for this? Added feature allowing players to throw certain requested items to teammates. When a teammate requests healing or ammo items through radio messages, mouse wheel, an icon will appear above their head, prompting teammates to throw the requested items to them by pressing the interact button. Items can be thrown a maximum of 15 meters. While running or in a difficult-to-reach position, teammates may be unable to throw items to your location. The items will instead fall nearby. Items thrown to you by teammates will be placed directly in your inventory. If your inventory is full, the item will be dropped to the ground at your feet. You can now throw melee weapons! Machete, okay, crowbar, yeah, definitely sickle. Have to play this the game maximum again. throwing distance is 40 meters, and damage will decrease from 75 to 25 based on the difference. The pan. Yeah, I might have to buy some new monitors just so I can be nice. The pan has a maximum throwing distance of 30 meters, but the damage range is 90 to 40 based on distance. To inflict the most damage, you must hit within 15 meters. Yo, uh, imagine playing that stupid bridge yo, map, bending the corner, and hitting somebody with a sickle in from, the face, yo, and then two tapping them. From within 15 meters. 
distance one melee throw to the head can kill enemy players without helmets. Oh press right God. mouse button. Can while you imagine a melee the weapon first? And press left mouse button to throw. Can you imagine the first a drop? A trajectory arc will be shown going when aiming, like with grenades. Melee. Um, also, there are a few uh, Arangel or Arangel. I don't know how you say that. Changes. Red zones are no Arangel? longer. Red zones are no longer spawned after phase three, and vehicle spawn rates have been increased slightly on regular and mountain roads. Oh my! God. I can't imagine dropping. The first few minutes. Oh man, PUBG. Everyone's like scrounging really to grab cool. like a melee pan. And everybody's melee just throwing looking. shit. <laughs> everyone's just throwing. Next thing you hear, you hear throwing knives. You just hear pan. I hope they stick in the did. wall and stuff. That'd be funny. Oh, just see a sickle stuck in the wall. Dude, that'd be amazing. Oh, man, this is, uh, man. Okay. We are definitely gonna have to get. We're back gonna have to play PUBG then. again. That's that all sounds Fuck. really cool. Oh man. Um. Yeah, it seems like they're taking this. How, how long would you think it would take for Fortnite to cover this? Uh, give it a couple weeks. I mean, it took them at least a month to get respawns, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, yo, so that's it for the news, air quotes, news section of the podcast. But um, Riot, in this week's Let's Talk About, just celebrated their 10th anniversary of League of Legends. And boy, howdy. Was it a celebration? Um, they announced. Let's let's get through a couple things here. League of Legends is coming to consoles and mobile as League of Legends Wild Rift. It is a shorter take on League of Legends with matches designed to last fifteen minutes. Not every hero or and skin will be available in that version. However, they did promise that. Longtime players will get some benefit in that version. Uh, and they custom made the controls to work on a controller or on a touchscreen. So League of Legends is coming to a console or a phone near you. I will try that because it seems Listen, like it if could I be can fun. get like an, a Vi quick match with you. Go- yo, dude, that's what I'm saying. It's like, yo, we could be at work on lunch. You could just text me, Nightmare, want to play, you know, League of Legends real quick? Sure. <laughs> Or Let's we could be like on game. stream waiting for the Iron Banner queue and be like, yo, you want to play League real quick? <laughs> right. So instead of instead of waiting 10 minutes in the game to know if you're going to spend the next 20 minutes getting washed, <laughs> you can spend five minutes in the game next know the next 10 minutes of the game you're going to be getting washed. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's about right. Um, pre-registration for a beta test on Android will open soon, and pre-registration for iPhone and iPad users will open later. It is aiming for a 2020 launch date. Um, they want to do testing early in 2020 with an eventual release at the end. Um, games in Wild Rift are designed to take about 15 to 20 minutes, as opposed to Desktop League, which could take over 30. Um, man. Yeah, I'm uh, down for that. Yeah, so... Huh. It does use your main League of Legends account, so as I said, they said you will be rewarded for being an avid League player. Not every champion skill will be available. I think that's really cool. I think it's cool to add a kind of more bite-sized version of that game for those platforms. I think that's smart. I think that's what works for those platforms. I don't think console players want to play a MOBA for 30 to 40 minutes at a time in one game. Yeah, there's like all these MOBAs on mobile already. Yo, I think if, well I think if it works, I think if it works... Change the it desktop the, league. It yeah, right? Mm. Baron's going to spawn at like five minutes. Change desktop league. If it works and it's fun, change desktop league. 
Oh god, that's the rush for builds and everything. Oh my Jesus. god, um, how is this all gonna work? Team fight tactics, which is their Boom. Dota Overlord, Underlord, whatever uh, mode, uh, which is very popular actually, uh, is getting fifty-two or fifty new units with set two. They are taking out all of the existing units and replacing them with fifty new units, which I wow. think is kind of cool. So they want it to stay fresh. So instead of just adding to it and like, you know, having to worry about like, you know, building on existing strategies, they're basically just saying this shit's gone, new shit's in. New champions will include Annie, Zed, and Lux. Uh, there will also be new Little Legends and map skins. Um, set 2 should be available on the League of Legends public beta environment sometime next week. Uh, and the set itself should follow a few weeks later. Uh, also, they did announce that Teamfight Tactics is getting a standalone app for mobile. I don't... I didn't see anything about console. I imagine they would bring it to console. That seems like a game that would play pretty well on a console. Uh, here's where things start getting crazy, because remember how Riot only made one game? Alright, I want you to keep yeah, count. I want you to keep count. Now. They're up to two games now, because they just announced League of Legends... Uh, or Legends of Runeterra, which is a card game based on League of Legends. So, eat my ass, Hearthstone, is what Riot is saying. Uh, <laughs> but Listen, if it's good, I actually might. I might. Yeah, dude, I, I am more in invested the... in the League of Legends universe than I am into yeah. the Warcraft one. So, like, that could be pretty cool. Um, is this going to be on mobile? Because like I would, comes on, I would yeah, play if this If it comes mobile. to mobile, I would play Post-beta it. Post-beta applications. Play it. Uh, players can visit the official site. Hold on. Let me see. Um, it will be available PC. It will offline. be available on Google Play. Uh, is it available? Nice. On P- I don't know. Hmm. I'm going to pre-register. I'm going to do it right now. Wait, where is I, I need to do this, too. Click the know. link in the article. Click the Legends of Runeterra one. Access pending. Oh, shit. I can download... The- oh, my God. You can download it on PC right now. Wait, where is this? I don't- so, if you click the oh, article... The yeah, and then... It. yeah, Dude, okay. I'm I'm downloading it right now, I guess. I have the installer now. Pre-register to play. <coughs> Sign into my right. I want to pre-register on Google Play. I want to pre-register. This is my Riot account. I'm about to pre-register. Stay yes. Alright, so they're going to let me know when it's available for my device. Yo, that's download awesome. the game. Let's do it. Oh my god. It'd be nice if they gave us like team battles. I just pre-registered for nice Team Fight Tactics too on mobile. <laughs> oh shit. I, I just pre-registered for Wild Rift. I just pre-registered for all their games on mobile. <laughs> you can do it right now through Google Play. That's awesome. Um yo, that's exciting. I'm a, I'm about that life. Nat, oh, I know you weren't is... big on uh <clears throat> League of Legends. Are you big on card games? Depends. But you like fighting games, right? Uh, I know they have a fighting game coming out. But yeah, so they're up to three games because yeah, now the project. Do you L, like Overwatch? Well, hold on, hold on. Project L is a league champion. Uh, it is a two D fighter based on the League of Legends universe using League of Legends characters. This made sense. This was always going to happen after they purchased... Uh, who was it? Um, Radiant Entertainment. Um, yeah, Radiant Entertainment, who worked on the PC fighting game Rising Thunder, 
which had its own, like, they had their own, like, special, like, internet connection thing for that game that was supposed to ensure, like, yo, these are going to be the tightest online matches in a fighting game ever. So, like, Riot bought them for a reason, so it makes sense that they're making this League fighting game. I think a League fighting game makes, again, perfect sense. I think everything so far that Riot has, is, has announced makes perfect sense for what League of Legends is and the games they've made so far. Then they say something, we're going to get to that. Unrelated to League of Legends, they're now up to four games because now they're making, well, do you count Teamfight Tactics as a separate game? Yeah. Okay, they're up to five games now because they are making a tactical shooter. They are using their multiplayer experience from League to make a new competitive shooter. It will be, it's kind of like Overwatch meets Counter-Strike. So it's a tactical I might have to actually get into shooter. that too. Fuck. Right, what are you doing to me? Man, yo. Like, it's because I'm like so invested in the League of Legends universe. Like, I enjoy like so again, the little stories between the characters and everything. So again, we're going to touch on that in another minute. They're also making an animated series called Arcane, which I learned some crazy shit about this. They're making it with their in-house animation team or whoever makes all their trailers and stuff. But the yeah, two main characters <laughs> are almost shit. definitely Vi and Jinx, which I just learned are canon sisters and mortal enemies in the game. And so this is apparently going to show us how they got torn apart, how Vi and Jinx became mortal enemies. And I am 100% going to watch this. Holy shit. Listen, man, like if their trailers are anything... To look at, Did you but... watch the trailer for Arcane? No, I haven't seen that Yo, one. Yo, it yet. looks real good. Right. And it's definitely Vi and Jinx. It, this is Riot's going places. Oh man, like it looks so good. They and at the end, there's definitely like a Jinx everything. teaser. Man, Dude, I can't like, wait. I can't wait for all I can't this wait. Stuff, and man. then, and then. The game I have been personally begging for. Yeah, they're sister spider. I just found that out in that. They didn't reveal much about Project F, which is another new game, but it totally looks like they're making a Diablo. Yo, like Which is like the it. most natural extension of League of Legends as it is. Take those characters and their abilities, their items, and all that shit, and make a Diablo. Make an action RPG be- for that. I better be able to play Blitzcrank or Victor. No, I swear I, to God. I'm gonna not, pl- I am going to play the shit game. out of this game when it comes out. Like, holy shit. Um, I am, that is the game I'm most excited about, honestly, is the idea of, yo, they're going to make this game. I'm going to be able to beat Vi, and I'm going to punch a big-ass group of enemies, and it's going to be great. Um, I might have... I'm going to probably try all of these games. I'm going to play all of these. So... This is all fine and dandy, and we know, we know that Riot has had their you know troubles in the past with you know equality and things like that. I don't want to paint this as a picture. Before I set this up, this next uh, thing we're going to talk about real quick, I don't want to make it sound like you know all is forgiven. Riot has shit to figure out, but let's be real. Riot just, as PC Gamer put it in an article, Riot's seven new games are a declaration of war against Blizzard. And they said it perfectly. As Blizzard continues to falter, Riot is out for blood. Riot is targeting 
everything Blizzard is known for, aside from the MMO. They they Blizzard never really competed in the MOBA genre. That's league dominated. Now they're going for Overwatch. Now they're going for Diablo. Now they've got a fighting game. Now they're going for Hearthstone. They are taking the next step with this franchise. And granted, it's primarily within this franchise. And I understand that as well. But like, you know, Blizzard has continually struggled to expand their franchises outside. You know, with the exception of World of Warcraft spawning from Warcraft, Blizzard has not been able to expand their universes into other genres. StarCraft Ghost is probably the most famous example of that. Another StarCraft shooter based on, like, the Overwatch engine, also recently canceled. Uh, there was a Diablo game that kind of turned into a Dark Souls-y kind of thing. Riot is going for the jugular, and they want to be the next Blizzard. And... They have their own problems. They're 100% owned by Tencent, yeah. which is a Chinese Apparently, company. there's also another game that the, that Polygon article didn't touch on. It's their uh, kind of like football manager type of game. There's a football manager? About that one. So instead of like a football club and stuff like that, it's going to be professional league esports teams. Oh, wow. And the players in game are going to be modeled after their real life counterparts, starting with those who participate in the league pro league and expanding to other leagues over time. What's cool is that the revenue from League of Legends Esports Manager will be shared with the featured pro teams to help encourage the growth of uh, LOL Esports as a whole. Yeah, so, like Riot as a company, like, like internally, is struggling, and I really hope they figure that shit out sooner rather than later. But as like a company, <laughs> uh, as, a, as a group of creators, this shit is wild. When is the last time a company known for one game just announced six new games? Seven. Seven new eight, games. Seven. It's crazy. Like, actually, no, eight? All these games, all <laughs> at once. <laughs> Too many to count right Yo, now. Yo, like, it's just crazy to me that, like, they're going this hard. Yeah, That's how... insane. Like, it makes you wonder how, how, where are the funds and how do they have Where are the funds? League of Legends. They've been making so much money China. on that game. Yeah. I mean, they are owned by Tencent. Yeah, that's true. Um, but no, man, like it's hard not to be excited about this. And again, as like I, I this I'm a bad example because the other night I got a survey from Riot and they were like, hey, you know, and and I should have seen the writing on the wall for this because they sent a survey and they gave me a five dollar gift card. That's how I took why I took it because they were like, we'll, we'll pay you to take this survey. And I was Wait, like, do I have that survey? Yo, so I think it might be too Hold late because that was before Damn. they announced all this stuff. So, like, I took Damn. the survey, and they were like, yeah, what do you think of Riot as a company? And I, I said mostly negative things, and they were like, what do you think about the League of Legends? And I said kind of, like, middling to negative things, and they were like, how likely are you to play League of Legends again soon? And I said, not at all. And I was just like, I'm kind of done with League. And then, at the same time, it kind of got me thinking, like, maybe I should play League again. Because, like, I had fun with it when I played it last. And, you know, there's a lot of people in the community who do enjoy League of Legends. Um, so maybe we should play it more. You know, maybe that is something we should work back into the rotation as, like, a kind of our competitive game or whatever. Like, League is not a bad game. It's just sometimes it's it's hard to get into it. Or it's, sometimes it's hard to get out of it. Um, but, man, everything they announced with this has me excited. I am incredibly excited about this. And, like, 
I think if there is a developer, if they can clean up their act with their internal politics, I think if there is a developer slash publisher to come out and be like, yo, we're going to go toe to toe with Blizzard and we're going to be the next, we're going to be the Blizzard you remember, it's probably Riot. Because say what you will about League of Legends, whether you've enjoyed it or not, that game has enjoyed such universal success for more than 10 years. It's still in the top five on Twitch anytime you look at Twitch. Even in the Fortnite heyday, you know, League of Legends has still put up incredible numbers. And like, that game is just not going to go away. And they're using that cash cow, unlike an Epic, who is probably the other company who could try. Epic is shutting everything down to support Fortnite. And League of Legends is out here. Riot Games is out here. Like, we're going to use League as the platform to grow our library that's that's incredibly smart like that's amazing and i wish more mega hit publisher developers like that would would do these things like i i, I like you know i i know tony you said you know there's a couple games like that is at least one of those games piqued your interest at some level i imagine I mean, to be honest, I not really. I don't like league. I mean, it's not even league. I I yeah, not not fond of it. Let's just say that. So you won't even give any of these games a chance. I give mean, peas a chance. Hopefully, all free. I mean, it it would have to do a lot for me to come and. And and indulge. What if it was three ninety nine? I mean, that's the worst part. Is I I value my time more than 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 free. All right, no, that's 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 fair. I so so what? Now, in regard to this PC gamer article, I I, I kind of brought this up because I saw it and it was obviously like a big like clickbaity thing. But, like, what do you guys think of that idea of Riot being like, yo, Blizzard has, fal- you know, the the God King has faltered, we will take the throne. Like, you know, what, what are our thoughts on Riot kind of gunning to be the face of the industry a little bit, if you will? I mean, I don't particularly care. People have attachments to those characters, so on one hand, it will be easy for them to, you know, transition them to other properties that people will enjoy. But on the other hand, people enjoy these characters in this universe and in this way of digesting them. It might have the opposite effect and, and like, fragment their fan base. But if it fragments their fan base and they're all still playing their games, though, is that a loss? Mm Mm-hmm. But now it's easier for other comp games to come in and like take smaller pieces of these fragments. And like, okay, you know. so you're saying that like a player who tries the league fighting game and likes it is more likely to go out and try Dragon Ball Fighters or the next Street Fighter or well, something yeah, like that. Yeah, other games. You know what okay, I mean? Okay, so you're you're thinking this could be a gateway to get out of the Riot ecosystem? More so than they think it is to get in. Okay, you get what I mean? Well, I mean that's the other thing though is like it. For as many people who might be led out, I imagine at least as many people are going to be brought in by this. 
I feel like, especially right now, it, the world is split up into like three people who play games. There's people who like love those, love League of Legends, because League of Legends is like, aside from Fortnite right now, like the most popular game. Yeah. And then there's niggas who hate League of Legends, <laughs> which and then there's, you could say I fall yeah, okay. into. And then there's people who are indifferent. Okay. And they in, they're fighting over the indifferent crowd. You get what I mean? So, yeah. No, I get what you're saying. I don't feel like I hate League of Legends per se, but you know. No, I know MOBAs aren't your thing, so I know you don't have like any emotional. Actually, actually speaking, like I was actually pretty nice at uh, what's the third person one? Smite. Smite, yeah, but the thing is, Smite's more of an action. I've game had some, than a mobile, I've had some say. terrible experiences with people who play League, yep. and that has left a very distaste. I think I know who you're like, talking about. <laughs> no, not not okay. not not Christian, but just in general. Okay, no, that's fair. I listen. I'm not going to sit stand here and defend that community um, anymore. I'm going to defend. And League like, is the toxic as fuck. You know? League, League is might be the most MOBAs toxic. Are toxic game. MOBAs well. are inherently toxic because competitive you, games because, are toxic. Because the thing is, is you have a keyboard and you don't have a mic. You don't have to worry about putting yourself out there. It's easy to just type words on a keyboard and not think about it. Mm-hmm. You know. Whereas, like, if you're talking on voice, you gotta like make sure you don't sound like an asshole if you're trying to call other people an asshole. You you think twice before you voice chat it, but you don't think at all when you can text chat it. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, long story short, I'm cool. Yeah. yeah, I just man, it's a big week for games. You know, when you when you look at it, it was a big week of like new announcements and things like that. Shit's crazy, man. Most of them are from Riot. A lot of them are from Riot. Just all at once, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, like, how will like we don't even have like a kind of a time frame for these games yet, so. Pretty much just out there right now, but we'll have to see. Well, the fighting but, game and the what you call it have been in development for a while. They're like yeah, Overwatch. If they're allowing game. like pre-register right now, it might be. It's probably going to be well, somewhere in twenty. I heard about those games like a year and a half ago. Yeah. All right, guys, we got to get to wrapping this up. Nat, would you would you do us the honor of reading this week's upcoming games, October twenty second and October twenty fifth? Where is that at? Uh, the the game releases section there. Click on that and then scroll down to the October twenty second, October twenty fifth. I, 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 I don't know where any of this is. Part right here, I'm on highlighting it on podcast notes. Yeah, and then you scroll down. Normally Ross does this, but uh, you know I feel like I feel like we need your voice to close us out. Do we? I mean, you know. Do you not want to do it? That might be overstating stuff, but on September twenty fourth. So I'm sorry. When there's Contra, September twenty fourth. Yep. October twenty second. What day to what day? October twenty second. October twenty fifth. October twenty second. Doom sixty four. It's coming out for Switch. What? what? Nope, that's November. I scrolled past it. <laughs> um, there we go. All right. All right, all right. No. Let's see if we can get it. I know I made the right choice now. Trials. Of Cold Steel. The third. Three. Oh, shit. I didn't the know PS4. Were two other ones. And <laughs> WWE 2K20. Shout us out to JP. 
that's going to be his game. I heard wrestling shit. niggas got to get their wrestling I shit off. So bad. Yeah, I heard there it been, went like, backwards. There have been, like, footage and stuff, and it looks awful. I mean, has any of them been particularly no, good? No, but this is, like, like a new level of bad, because it's... They, they got rid of I the think studio they ditched, that made it. Yeah. That's what was, we talked about. Yeah, that you're right. Um, in October 25th, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare. Is, is that just what it's yep. called? Yep. I'm actually kind of interested in getting that, to be honest. I'm still thinking about it. Zane wants I to play it real bad. I honestly have no interest so, like, in Call of Duty. Might. I'm just. I might get it on Xbox to play with all my Xbox. Like, no, if it no, comes no, 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 Game Pass or something. Na, 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 na. Sure, it's crossplay. It's oh. crossplay. Well, then yeah, I'm just getting on Xbox yeah, anyway. But yeah, I'm it's just... crossplay. So like, if you wanted to play with me, we could do that. If I cool. bought it on PC, because I was gonna get it on PC. You know what yeah. I mean? And just be able to access it, get it through the Xbox Store to be able to access it to play, and be in the Xbox chat with my Xbox yeah. friends. And then Medieval, shouts out to my boy Chris yes. right here. Can't wait. And shouts out to Raymond. He's been like salivating Yo, for this game. Yo, tell Raymond he might be my new best friend. Mm-hmm. I mean, you kidnapped him once. I so. did. That's the one I kidnapped. Man, that's a, that's a really <laughs> bad out of context story. That's another podcast. Another podcast. We don't have time. You've told this story I, multiple told it, times. But if anybody's new, they're not going to understand. Uh, we got to wrap this. So no, story for another time. And the game I'm looking forward to, Outer Worlds. Yes, Spider. The Medieval remake is next Friday. I can't wait. We're going to be streaming it live, twitch.tv slash nightmarecv. Be here. I'll be playing it. Um, Baby. uh, And then after that, I will be playing Outer Worlds because that is on Game Pass. That is on PC Game Pass, guys. I'm getting it. I'm getting Game Pass. For for anybody who doesn't know, you can get that for the low, low price of what is it? I think nine ninety nine. The sign up right now is one? your first month is a dollar. Your first month is a do- You can play the Outer Worlds for a whole month for one well, your first two months for two dollars. First two months for two dollars for two dollars. Yeah. You can play the whole Outer Worlds and boom, everybody should have Game Pass on and PC. Gears. And then you can play Gears with the time you have left over. And you can also play that just came out Saints Row Four. Yeah, and the Master Chief Collection whenever the hell that comes out. Which definitely yeah. isn't this year anymore because there's not enough time. And State of Decay 2. And State of Decay 2. Uh, Zane really wants to play that. We got to play that with him at some point. No, I really want to play that. Yeah. yeah, we need to do that eventually. <sighs> Is that all I'm reading? No, or no I you're, keep you're good. No. We just do the week. Thank you so much. I, you sure? You sure you don't want to get into Resident Evil 5 and 6 spoilers. for Switch? <laughs> oh, my God. Everybody, thank you for listening. This is officially the longest. Five is like low key my favorite Resident this Evil. It's officially the longest podcast we've ever had. I don't think we've ever crested never two hours to, uh, before. No, nah, we've been no, over in, two in hours. in one cast. Over. This is one continuous cast because I'm not going to break this up. I think we're just there. Uh, but we got to stop it now. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you so much uh, for supporting the site. We love you all, and we'll catch you next week. Thank you all for being here. Bye bye. Bye bye now. <laughs>